Morning, everybody, and welcome to the uh, what is it? The Nooner Podcast. I just asked you. I know. You just told me on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I am a host. My name is Marty. I'm a host named Bill. Hey, William Waterson. Hey, well, everybody. Welcome, Whack. Well, thank you, thank you, thank it's you for one, opening your disgusting green food esque bar. It's the healthiest. Thank thing you I for could find unwrapping it, it before the. Yeah, this is. Uh, oh, oh. Well, now we've defeated I mean, the purpose. You know. Trying to help out, <laughs> but it's great to have you back. I know you've been incredibly busy with uh, all your whirlwind directorial stuff and right. whatnot, and uh, we will absolutely get into that. Um, but we got to do uh, political yeah. stuff. First, well, right? no, it's just it's, we talk about news, you know. And I thought about, well, of course, all there's this whole Trump Russia debacle, and but you know what? <laughs> Disaster. Seth Meyers and John Oliver have covered it so well you know, with much more depth and comedy than we could ever bring. So, and also I'm just kind of overdosed on it. I just, um, it's, it's very, it's very taxing. And as someone who, you know, and listeners know is not particularly politically driven, not that I don't vote at every election and have my beliefs, but I, I'm not, I'm not blogging and posting and screaming and shouting. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely seeping its way in, in a way where I'm finding myself, Angry and frustrated, and well, where where are the islands I can go live on? Oh, right, the only one that was uninhabited, so I could be away from all you assholes, was covered in your fucking trash, uh, or it was being used for the fire festival. Um, <laughs> the yeah, I was for me a political somewhat junkie. No, I'm no Dan Etheridge. Um, it's this is like you know the day like Dan it's like Halloween, you know, like there's just all this just just like yummy stuff out there and. But uh, right now I'm at the day after Halloween and I'm surrounded <laughs> by Crunch Bar and Sweet Tart wrappers and I'm looking at a pile of Heath Bar and Nerds. Give me some lettuce. I should be excited about the Heath Bars and Nerds, but, uh, but you know, like one flavor is, you know, the Nerds box, one flavor is Jeff Sessions, the other side is Mike <laughs> Flynn, but it's like too fucking much and I need to pace myself. But, and, and then there's all this other shit coming out about the budget and all this other stuff. But I just want, I just want, I just want all of them to say, you know what? We're a bunch of fucking scum-sucking assholes. We don't care about anyone but ourselves. We're lining our pockets, and we're laughing all the way the, to the bank, and you can't do anything about it. The, and then just but, be done with it. Just go do everything you're already doing. I think that would just make me happy, too. It. Cassandra. Hi! Um, well, Stop I wanted... pretending you're decent human beings. That's the only part that irritates me. The fact that they're criminals, the fact that they're lining their own pockets, the fact that they only care about money. Great. Yeah, great. But, I already knew that see, about people, but, but just fucking admit it. But see, you know that attitude is like, you know, that anger is what got Trump in the White House, which is, of course, I mean, we won't we won't get into that because, uh, by the way, uh, if you want to tweet in, we're at Nooner Podcast to noonerpodcast dot com for our Tumblr, which is maintained by Tyson and uh, Darren Husted and. And hello, Bearded Baca, and Michael Binhock, and uh, everybody else listening live um, who hasn't tweeted in yet. I'm thinking of you. I'm looking at you. Um, last night, there was a, a bombing in Manchester at an Ariana Grande concert. Uh, 
22 people were killed, and like the numbers are, I believe, up to, according to the mirror, up to 119 injured. And so there, there is, mm. it was a suicide bomber. The Daily Mirror, or you just look in the mirror and be like, I, what yeah, are you feeling? What I are know, we feeling this morning? I know. And then I got 119. Mm. Um, who might argue? And they know the name of the bomber, but they haven't released his name. Is it you, Marty? Uh, it is not, because okay. he's dead. Um, oh, good. And ISIS has claimed responsibility, and there's another uh, 23 See, ISIS man. claims responsibility for the shitty things they do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, be more like I, ISIS, Donald. Yeah. Can you just be I mean, you already like are. Just admit ISIS. it. I mean, I don't want to speculate anything about all, you know, I mean, there's, it'll be a long investigation, I'm sure. Um, but, like, this crime epitomizes what terrorism is, like bringing like, murder and fear to an Ariana Grande right, concert, concert of all places. Like, where just kids are having, like, the most banal time, mm -hmm. and you're just saying, oh, no, we're taking that from you, too. There's nothing less political than going to a pop concert. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a heinous act. And I mean, if it were at a Billy Bragg concert, you'd be like, well, yeah, sure. Uh, well, he's, he's subversive, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there have been, I don't know if you guys realize, like there have been 12 terrorist attacks in Europe since 2015. So not even like a year in, in the past uh, two and a half years. Like we, I, My lady and I have been like, so where else can we go? Because this place sucks. And like well, the list is getting shorter and shorter right? of where we can even fucking go. Because it's like, well, it's not safe anywhere. Everyone's terrible. Yeah. And... Yeah, over 300 people have been killed in those 12 attacks. Uh, well, I mean, if you think about it, by the numbers in the U.S., we've had 10 terrorist attacks since 9-11, and uh, 100 people have been killed. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, but I'm not saying, well, I mean, by the numbers, it's safer, but... Europe is a lot of countries, and we're just one. Right. Europe is a lot of countries. It's the same, like, Am and I also, right well, uh, no, I mean, Is Europe a lot of countries, it's many countries. we're just one? It, it is a lot of okay. countries. Um, I just couldn't remember. How's college going? <laughs> <Yeah>. Not well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like the, I, I think that this is the new normal. Yeah. And as long as there are crazy religious people in the world... Which will be always... And, like, there are always going to be ways to make horrible weapons. Like, we are, are, this is how we're going to live from now on. Yeah, there are always going to be angry people, scared people. It's always going to be someone else's fault. There's always and, going to be people willing to die and kill. And in Europe, they always. know about this. You know, there's been uh, so much more terrorism in Europe. And so they've been, they live with this and... I liked it better when it was about borders, which I also thought was stupid. But at least you were like, "Well, that I can put you my finger on." Liked it better when it was about because yeah, it's. Maybe that, you hated I understand. It less. Uh, you're, okay, you're arguing over who owns this. Okay, I think that's dumb, and it's still war, mm -hmm. and you're still dying for nothing, and you're pissing on on life. But the whole like the the West must die. Like it, it's so it's so vague, and and when it's that. I don't know, when you're hiding behind religion instead of at least admitting, no, you just want more stuff. I just want everyone to be honest with themselves. Yeah, well, uh, there was a YouTube play Joshua Tree um, for two nights uh, over at the Rose Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge YouTube fan. I, I do love... Um, Hello. Boys. I like how happy it made everyone yeah, that oh I know God. who loves YouTube. Yeah, everyone over 40 I was like super YouTube, excited. But so many people I know were so yeah. happy. I'm like, good, I, good I don't, for you. I really just don't have an opinion about YouTube. I just, yeah. I like the first album and that's about it. People... And, 
passionately hate you too. Yeah, I know. I know. I and I get it. I you know, it's like passionate music. It's like yeah, yeah he's a very earnest music, you know, singer. That's exactly what my my problem is. Yeah, is I feel like it's someone who is wants everyone to see how earnest he is. Right, I, I've never bought his act ever, and especially with how I mean, it's tough because I was gonna I, I was gonna be disappointed with how sort of um, malleable they've been over the course of their career. But then I I, I can't be the guy who likes the Beatles. And likes the pop hits and Revolver, and then knock another band for being malleable. And I like Elvis. Like I can't, can't sure. knock them for that. But I think there's a way of being malleable and being genuine and sticking to your guns, as opposed to this effort to appear something. Well, all my friends went to that show, and um, they, the security. Actually, my friend was complaining right before the show. This is uh, Sunday. Uh, afternoon, she's like, I can't believe you know they won't let women carry purses in there. So if you show up having having a purse, they'll make you go back to your car. And she's like, Can you believe that? What kind of place? You know, what, this is such bullshit. And they, so you could only bring a clutch, and men, you, no bags, and men could bring uh, whatever they could carry in a clear plastic gallon bag. Jeez, and no liquids, no you know outside yeah. items. So. And and like it does seem so extreme, and then you hear about right. Ariana Grande two days later. No, the same day. This is like the same night. Oh, was it? Yeah, that this happened, and so I, I think the I think that caution is really uh, necessary. I think, and, yeah. and hopefully there'll be technologies that can detect these things, so it becomes less invasive and and restrictive. Um, ah, the myth of technofix. Or whatever, maybe. Or, I'm just quoting my old fifth grade English teacher. No. I, mean, I don't even know what that means. Ah. Don't worry about it. But uh, also, I, I think we can't be fearful about it because we want to be able to live the lives that our forefathers created for us, of you know, the free, and, uh, free society. Or anybody should be able to live a life that isn't... Just Americans. Guide, ...guided by fear. Yeah, and we're already living in fear. I mean, it's my freedom and right to be afraid, <laughs> <laughs> and to make other people feel afraid. Yes, I think it's just keep that in mind. Spread, spread the fear. Um, spread the fear. Spreading the fear. So, are you in school right now? We don't have to talk I about have it. So much going on. I'm like, okay, I feel so terrible because I've just been on my phone this whole time. I know, but are you ha- everyone? watching the podcast can just see how much I've just been on my phone. But are you happy to be here? You, you mean like watching it, the podcast? For the next... Oh, it, was a, it was a joke. Okay, got it. For Sorry, the it's next, been a while. I'm, I'm off, been, been off the while. horse for, for <laughs> a um, um, You're in school? I had to go back to school. No, you got to go back to school. I got to go back to school. It is a privilege. Education is... Well, and that's is, what is I was thinking. When Trump got elected, I was like, Welp. <laughs> in the meantime, while I'm living my dreams, better do something that's going to get me out of that minimum wage bracket. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm getting my BA in Spanish. Ah, um, congra- I was going to say congratulations in Spanish, Spanish, but I can't remember. I just, I'm, I'm in community college right now because I dropped out before, so I'm just trying PCC to... Are you at PCC? GCC. Oh. Uh, what's that one? Glendale. Glendale. Uh, Glendale? Glendale. Glendale, um, yeah. you, Would you guys have a sports team, the fighting somethings? Armenians, Glendalians, the flying Armenians. I think they're the va- <laughs> yeah, the flying Armenians. All right. I think they're the vaqueros. That's not even. You can't. not racist. No, no. I don't even know what I, that means. You don't leave out the Koreans. Oh, okay. All right. Is Glendale a big uh, hotbed of Korean activity? Ah, uh, yep. God damn it! It's like the next K town. My dog is limping. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I just got sent a video Is of her code? limping. Yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend wants me to come home and fuck him. (laughs) 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 Gotta go. (laughs) Stupid old bitch. What do you do when a dog sprains? It's the beginning of the end. No! Yeah, Probably though, I think well. you, you put her to sleep. I just put yeah. Her. Yeah. If, if the the dog is, you guys are gonna feel so to fucking and if bad. If you don't want to pay for the shots, you can always just do the strangle <laughs> in her arm strangle. Yeah, 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 yeah. This dog who's trusted me for the past eleven years, and I so should it won't even squirm. It'll just look you right in the eyes, and you'll see the light just start to fade from its eyes. Oh my I'm god! And right at the end, oh it'll god. be like, wait a minute, I trusted you, and then she's gone. Cassandra is very upset now, Bill. I hope no, you're happy. No, it's fine. It's really funny. Well, she doesn't have to actually do that. I'm just saying. It's, I just, no, he's, know he's just options. letting me know my options, which I think is important. Uh, I want to... Anyway, be, school's fine. Okay, well... The Vaqueros. <laughs> tis the season. <laughs> um, okay. I want to congratulate any listeners who might be graduating this year. It's the Glendale Vaqueros? I think it's the Vaqueros. Oh, sweet. I'll get, what one, is of, I'll get one of those shirts. It's a cow- you will come you? out to the games. Yeah. I, you know I don't totally. play sports, right? <laughs> you know she won't be there. You heard, you heard I'll, I'll BA in Spanish, cool. right? You're going to play highlight? Don't know what that is. I, I don't, the, I don't, I don't even the, think it's Spanish. Okay, because I, I don't have the degree yet, so I don't right. know. I, I think it's I don't Portuguese. Know all the sports. I thought it was... I, I know they play it in Mexico, but I wasn't sure it's actual yeah. country. Anyway, not Soccer. relevant. All right. Marty was all saying. Right. Congratulations. Uh, this is... You know, to all the is, flying Armenians out there. No, to everybody who <laughs> might. Be. Congratulations to the flying Armenians out there. <laughs> Absolutely, they had um, a big month last. Ten and month. zero. <laughs> Woo! It's a it's in a in Right. <laughs> that's the that's the GCC Quidditch team. Is the flying Armenians? Um, yes. It's actually been fun. A lot of uh, proms are held downtown in some of the old buildings mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's been really fun seeing like these oh yeah cars pull up and all these kids like awkwardly dress overdressed getting mm. out i went like, to go see my niece uh singing the opera uh at the downtown Whoa. and it was really fun because you see all these teenagers in their tuxedos and gowns and and like posing in front of the you know the music center and stuff hey, like your that. niece sings opera uh she was in the chorus it was just like you know, it was it was she was really fun that's legit um but anyhow, this is this country needs uh, excited and educated people to take the reins as we move through the coming years, and um, and so it's a great time. So it's uh, it's your problem now. Yeah, and Suckers. no, yes, save us. And, yeah, right. And like we they have can't those, do anything until all the old people die. We have these graduation graduate can't speakers. Do until we get rid of some of them white people. That's that's the problem. <laughs> all right, we bingo. Ha- we. <laughs> Had these graduate speakers. We had Will, Will Ferrell at USC. All my friends Everyone are having loved, kids. And I'm just, like, oh, that'll help. More white people. We <laughs> right. Nice work, guys. Yeah. What Everyone loved that Will Ferrell singing at the USC commencement speech. And I was like, yeah. I didn't watch it because I don't find Will Ferrell entertaining. You know, I like him, but I don't find him entertaining enough to just like sh- watch and share Oh my god, he's singing 30 seconds of Whitney Houston. <laughs> oh my god, look at what he's doing for all these kids who are have private school education and like are gonna be are so so far into student debt or not at all and yeah. just like don't even well, appreciate anything. But then uh, Elizabeth Like Moore. of course Will Farrell is there singing at them. Uh, Elizabeth Warren spoke at UMass Amherst. Do you get no 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 do you remember who spoke? 
Are you doing UMass by the Pixies? I was, I was wondering if you were doing the Pixies. Do you remember who spoke at your graduation? Um, I remember him being protested by all of my friends in the socialist party. Did you get Milo? Milo Yiannopoulos? Um, but I don't. I believe it was um, an Israeli politician. Ah, oh. I had. But I don't specifically remember, to be honest. I, I had a woman, Marion Wright Edelman. Um, she spoke at ours. That name's familiar. What? I, you know what? Up until last night, I could have sworn she was a member of Congress. Turns out, <laughs> turns out, she's a child welfare activist. And you know, so this whole time, I was like, oh, I can't believe a Congresswoman is speaking at our graduation. And it was just, just someone who saves kids. I just remember walking well, into. To that's the, not what Congress does. I know. I'm a terrible person. Congress walking into the, the speech with my family and everything, all these people are protesters are handing out flyers. And I was walking with my mm. parents and the socialist party was like handing out flyers. And I was like, oh, Matt, hey, this is my mom. This is my dad. Oh, oh hey, Brian, oh, this is my mom. They were all the punk rockers that I played in bands with. Mm. Well, uh, several graduates at Notre Dame walked out on Vice President Mike Pence. Yeah, what a, what a lousy choice. I know. Divisive, lousy choice. Well, I mean, he is our vice president. I understand the choice of it, but he is somebody who couldn't give a straight answer when asked. I would have walked out on that motherfucker too. Are you? Do you support anti-LGBT legislation? He could not give a straight answer about that. Yeah, how do you how do you bring him to campus? It, 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 he's he's I a guy. You could bring him to campus to have sort of a public discussion or a debate or you know something where it's like, look, we're not expecting. We're not expecting everyone to be on the same page here, but when you're bringing when you're bringing someone for a graduation commencement speech, it's like this is the culmination of yeah. so much effort, and, and you brought a guy who fucking hates gays, and and fuck? his whose priorities are his Christianity, his conservatism, and the Republican Party in that order, and, and looking like eyes. mayonnaise, <laughs> yeah. yeah, his small cl- eyes that are too close together, and like you know where is the Constitution like two in piss that holes in the snow, like yeah. nowhere in those three like two piss holes in the snow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that an Go expression? On. It is now. <laughs> you guys are like two piss holes in the snow. How dare you? Zing. Uh, yeah, I want... Zingo. Okay, a, a, a <laughs> vice you. president. Like the degree. person who's yeah, second to the presidency has to have the constitution in his top three priorities. Like, that's just crazy. What is his three priorities? God? His Christianity, his conservatism, and the Republican Party in that order. Right. Well, then you're loyal to all the wrong things, you fucko. Well, or you then can be, be a loyal. fucking priest. But be a priest and rape the shit out of people and talk about well, how gays don't have a right to live. You can be loyal to yeah, that. Yeah, GTFO, Those should boy. be second, third, and fourth, you know. Uh, but then also... Where, where about were, your constituents, you there was fucking a, asshole? There was one Maria Bamford who gave a, her a commencement speech. <laughs> Is that the address of your heart? One at Maria the, Bamford? <laughs> at at uh, the University of Minnesota. That's fun. Yeah, and it was it was a really great speech. Everyone should look it up online. Uh, she actually gave two speeches, and uh, you know, and it's a big demand of her time, and and um, she already paid lots of money to go to school there. But uh, when she asked them about her fee, they were kind of dicks, and and she talks about this in the speech. Oh, really? Yeah, That's and amazing. and then they were like, oh, well, you know, she but. Uh, not yeah. So anyhow, she's saying that like, oh, we've never had anybody ask for money before, and she was just like, yeah, okay, you taught me to be to have a career. So how about my fee? You know, bam, and furred. Furred. And <laughs> fuck, 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 too slow, too slow. Get off but, your phone. But to be clear, it's not uh, uncommon 
um, Octavia Spencer, she received $100,000 for speaking wow. at a uh, university. And Mahehe, um, McConaughey, he received... Oh, I thought that was the name of your uh, improv group. It was, but it was after Mahehe. Oh, was know? it really? Yeah, oh. because uh, I, someone was saying that that's what someone called them on set. You know, you know. Wow. So, anyhow, Mahehe. Uh he got $155,000 for, for the speech. I, it makes sense for them to get paid. I didn't it realize that they were It makes sense for people paid. who need the money to get paid. I, yeah. I don't think it makes sense for and, Matthew you know, McConaughey to be charging to give a commencement speech yeah. at this point in his career. But, but give back, dude. Yeah. And, to whom? Uh, all the other to fucking the rich white people. To the that he doesn't fucking owe anything to? The University of Minnesota has an endowment paid of $3.2 billion. Yeah, but he's already in car commercials. He's already sold a soul to corporate America. Leave the fucking education out of it. Come on. He won't get out of bed for less than one fifty. And who can blame him? And if somebody's willing to pay it, then then that's what the market bears, you know. That doesn't mean he's a good person. Uh, the University Have you of met Minnesota him? is yeah, he's a dick. Oh, interesting. No, I never met him. Okay. The University of Minnesota you're a good actor. is Thank worth you. You over three point two billion dollars, <laughs> and she asked she they paid her ten thousand dollars, Maria, to to speak there. Um, and the great thing about it, and she talks about. Uh, her negotiating strategies is very funny, but uh, and, and then just she tie it back joyful. into a great lesson for all the graduates. Uh, well, she at the two speeches she gave the money away to just random people in the <laughs> audience. She just said, "That's oh, awesome." You know who has a who has student loans? Who's in that? Who's in the arts? You know, and then some wow. girl raised her hand and she's like, "Well, come up here," and then just gave her a check for five thousand dollars. Wow! And did it again in the second speech. Like, so that is pretty. And the school was like. <laughs> And then, um, and then in the speech, she talks about fellow Merp Scott. I'm pointing to an empty chair, uh, who had <laughs> just recently like when Roy Orbison died, and they stole paid off the uh, Charlie um, Wilburys video. That's so creepy. Wait, what happened? Roy Orbison died, and they had a Traveling Wilburys video, with, and they just cut to the chair. Rocking. Oh, jeez, yeah. So like or our, our, our or when Scott. the Monty Python reunion, where they had uh, a, an ashtray for uh, Graham Chapman's right. ashes. Right. Um, or when Clint Eastwood talked to a chair. Oh, right. Mm. So, anyhow, Scott recently paid Never off forget that. his $17,000 in student loans. And he, for that $17,000, he paid a total of $53,000. Mm. Yep. And go in America. We're sorting it all out. We're just getting yeah. better and better every day. And these are. Come like, on, we need 60% of our taxes to go to the military. But see, Don't be okay, unreasonable. But the thing is, these loans are guaranteed by the government. In, so basically, a bank can lend it out, or a lender can lend it out, and if it gets defaulted on, you know, the the U.S. will pay for it for you. So, and then, you, but at the same time, your credit credit is ruined. Well, for seven years. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, what seven years? You yeah. Think long term. I feel like some people's student loans last longer than seven years. So, and then on top of that, these lenders can then tack on collection fees and interest. And, you know, according to Bloomberg, loan collectors are collecting $38 for every $1 of student loan. Wowie, we will. I'm in the wrong business. I know. And we spend a billion dollars a year to cover those fees. And, you know, just imagine if that billion dollars just went directly to students, you know? Um, If we had 37 extra dollars, that would be cool. Uh, sure. Thirty-seven extra dollars a month? No. No. It, well, it's it depends on how much. It's a it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a, a lot month, of money. But but you know the, the point is, 
higher education has a huge return on investment. You know, basically for every $1 you spend, you get $3. It depends on, there are all sorts of different studies, but it is a good uh, investment. Not if you're trying to keep the general population stupid. I know, there's that. And also, you know, the new budget that just came out today... It's El Stupido. ...calls for $9.2 billion right. in, in education spending cuts. And, um, because America hates its people. And then Betsy DeVos... Our government just hates our people. She, our, the Secretary they don't care of Education, about the she wants to put... I think you have to actively hate to do what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean... Honestly. Really? Actively hate? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would ever be admitted, and I think they're justifying it by like I hooking up their friends. I think they actively hate minorities. Mm-hmm. Well, I said the American people. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah. Also, the a lot of the white people who voted for Trump are pretty easy to actively hate. <laughs> right. So. But I think they also actively hate the people that voted for them. That's what, yeah. In a, like a dozen European countries, from Germany to Estonia to the Czech Republic to Sweden, Denmark, Norway, Finland, France, Iceland, they offer free tuition. Mm-hmm. And those are all places that are doing very well economically. We're so backwards on education. So, we're so backwards on healthcare. We're just. We're I'm just telling a you, they're just trying country. to keep. They're trying to keep people stupid. Yeah. Um, it is in their best interest to have less educated people. Yeah, because on a, the, if people start realizing that they don't have to be afraid of everyone, particularly people that don't look like them, then the whole machine falls apart. It's driven. It's everything is driven by fear. Exactly, and yes. So there'd be no have, NRA if people weren't fucking terrified. And you know, if people were educated, there'd be less fear too, mm-hmm. and there'd be less religious uh, religiosity or and if, religious if the fervor. Oil people weren't afraid of losing all their billions. There'd be cleaner energy. Um, even they're gonna lose shit. They're just gonna start making less. That's what they're afraid of. Yeah. How and much money do you need? But, but they're only thinking she about their own money. She whined out loud, right, as even she, though there's no one to answer me because there's she, she got ready to embrace more and more much student debt. I don't have any yet. I know, but you, I said getting ready to. Uh, that they, was one thing that I was like very proud. I was like, oh, my friends who didn't drop out of college, they all are in debt now. Beep, beep, beep. And then, yeah, well. Well, community college is only a couple hundred bucks, right? I don't have to pay. I have... The the California will pay for your credits. I mm. think I have something that was like because I graduated with good grades from a California high school. They're oh, like pretty much they're like yeah we'll pay for your credits in community college. That's that's, that's great. great. That's they awesome. give me because I was only out a couple all told maybe eight hundred bucks for like twelve classes over three semesters. At yeah, LACC. I mean I have to pay for my books and shit, but they'll even give me money for that if I prove to them that I'm not going to drop out again. <laughs> <laughs> we trusted which, you that last time. Yeah, which I can't really prove to them yet. <laughs> uh, Andy just tweeted in um, that they did identify, or they did name the bomber, uh, Salman Abedi, 22, named as the <gasps> that bomber. fuel a bunch of home, home side racism. Yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, I think worldwide It's going to get worse on both sides. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this awesome. is, that's exactly now what they want. everyone who was like, see, this is why we voted for Brexit. Right, and then and then France is going to be like, fuck. Maybe we shouldn't have. And these terrorist groups will be like, see how much they hate us. That's why I have to kill them. Out of a French accent. Oh, my French accent. (laughs) Oh my god, no. We'll get only forty percent of us are racist, and maybe more should have been. (laughs) 
Bill, take us, make us happy. Like you, you have been missing for so long because you've been so fucking busy. Because you have so a, 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 a you're like a, a almost the most career. famous person I know. <laughs> yeah. Although Twin Peaks did just premiere, so I think it's back to being John. I'm taking a backseat. Yeah. yeah. Well, like a John Enbaum said that he keeps running into you at industry sort of things, or I don't know. I saw him once. Well, like maybe that three months ago, and he had to run out and have massive diarrhea. Uh. Well, we. Don't have to Put talk about this. I think you violated various HIPAA rules just now. He's, his daughter got him sick. He had norovirus. There was a huge norovirus right, virus was, outbreak. Right. Um, yeah. And of course, having kids and them being exposed at school, you know, what chance do you have? Yeah. Um, but so what, what does it mean? I like to think it was my movie that made him shit his pants. Yes. After you made... That's why I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> You're waiting for a full it's, meal. It's the perfect suppository. Yeah. yeah. You've made this movie. You spent years working six you know, years, six years working your fingers to the bone, and now you're completely done. And now you're busy. It's interesting. There's a lot that I didn't know about filmmaking, um, dummy, that I had to find out after having made a film. Um, obviously, there was all the lessons learned along the way, but the whole process of distribution is an intense amount of work. I would say mm-hmm. almost as much and almost as stressful as principal photography. What do you have to do as the director who did his shit already? Well, first of all, the film that screened at Slamdance wasn't the film that we were intending to release when the time came. We had to make a lot of sacrifices to get from from the incomplete version we got accepted with in November mm-hmm. and the, the semi-complete version we screened in January. There and were, there so were, now you can get... Your second round of completion funds, then? Uh, we, had to, we had to raise a little bit more money. We had to remix the film. Um, now that I've seen it in like 10 different theaters in 10 different cities, I'm, I'm, I know what I'm not hearing that I need to be hearing, and I, I know how certain jokes could be accented or punctuated better with a oh, wait, is it comedy? better timed. It's pretty funny. Uh, I saw an early, I guess... Why did you cast that dramatic actor as the lead, then? Yeah. Nick Thune? Thick Noon. Yeah, that, that infamous... That soap opera star? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he actually plays it very straight. He's funny. Yeah, I'm he's really, so funny. He, he's very not funny. silly in the movie. He he's kind of amazing. a no, but he's but he's comedian. a dry comedian yeah. too. Yeah. And yeah. that dry that comedy comes out in the movie. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and, and his intelligence and all the reasons we we hired him. But so remixing the movie, there was one um, set that we did not have time to to work on properly, and it ended up being a digital mat in the festival circuit. Um, but we shot it as we actually built a miniature version of the set and shot it as a practical set. Uh, and had to cut that back in. Um, your credits have to change as you have more people, more investors, d- distributors. Mm. The legal, um, some of the legal stuff has to change in the in the credits and in the in, in how you word everything. So we had to we had to lift the hood up and go back in for a little bit. But even if we didn't, um, you w- w- when you reach an agreement with a distributor, which took us months. I mean, Gravitas were at the world premiere in Slamdance. And we didn't sign a contract with them until um, April. We were going back oh, and wow. forth for that long. Uh, redlining a contract, coming to terms, all that stuff. Um, and once, once you're set there, you get a list of what they call deliverables, which w- was a mile long, an Excel sheet of just tons. I'm mean, trying to even remember. Uh, things like production notes, uh, 10 keywords for Google searches. You start going back and forth on key art. We had to spend thousands of dollars to get a trailer cut. Um, wow, 
Uh, what company the, did you use for the trailer? Uh, I use personal contacts. They gra- uh, to throw out some numbers, if that's appropriate, uh, in-house at Gravitas, and I'm sure this is pretty standard. It would have been $7,500 mm. for the trailer, which is actually really cheap. But I used to work at a trailer house, so I reached out to some contacts there. A friend of mine agreed to write the trailer for free um, and work with someone that he that has a friends and family rate. So he's an award-winning trailer cutter, like feature film trailer cutter. Nice. Um, so we worked outside that system and were able to work slightly on the cheap, but still, he got paid more than my editor got paid to make the whole fucking movie. Jesus Christ. Wow. I mean, that stuff's really expensive. So we were still spending money, still having to raise and spend money. Um, and what was These the are just trailer? things that I wouldn't even think... Yeah, it was of. endless. And it wasn't just a trailer. It was a trailer that had to conform to certain things. Then you also need the TV trailer, which is only 30 seconds. Da, 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 and it, it and did you have to remix sound part, again, um, too? Uh, I did. I did. I chose to remix sound because of things that I th- thought were missing. Right, um, and that's and sound sound design opportunities that we rushed and missed out on. And that's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, and that and that was that was more than a thousand dollars. And that's uh, all these people are working for us for nothing, and it's still thousands of dollars. Right, right. Um, some VFX shots that that were rushed that we wanted to revisit so that the the colors and the comping were a little a little cleaner uh-huh. on the big screen. So is it now? Done? It's now done, and we have what's called a DCP, which is the hard drive, basically, that goes out to theaters to, to screen. It screens in 10 U.S. theaters and is available in theaters and on demand on August 18th. Wow. wow. Congratulations. Thank you. And now we just started negotiating with an international sales agent. International. The amount of work and deliverables and different versions and dubs and... It's just, it's just never, it's never ending. It's a full-time job that costs us money to get this movie out there. Mm. Yeah. And I don't say that because I feel sorry for myself. It's just, this is the stuff I didn't know. And, you and know, we, we made a movie. We got in Slammance. We won the Audience Award. All amazing stuff that we never thought we could achieve. And then, you know, the work began. Yeah. Like after six years and being completely out of gas, the work began. And are, which I didn't have you, anticipate. are you getting paid for any of this stuff? No. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the, the the gulf between the perception of my success and my action. Right, mm-hmm. but at the it's same immense. time, you're also taking meetings and and hot, yes. hot, hot. I am, I'm in an excellent position. However, all of those meetings tend to lead to me having to write and generate a ton of material, also for free. Right. So it's uh, I, I'm not. I don't say this to complain. I say this to sort of pull the curtain back and and and. Right. You know, I'm, I'm taking, they're called general meetings where people saw your movie, loved your movie, want to meet you, get to know you. Maybe they tell you a little bit about what they're doing or what they're looking for and organically sort of ask you, so what are you working on? You know, mm-hmm, So you're mm-hmm. pitching a little bit here and there. And if something sticks or if there's a property, they want to get your take on, you know, oh, I'd, you know, I'd love to see a lookbook for that. Okay, well, that takes weeks and favors. What, what, um, what is a lookbook? A lookbook is like a series of PDFs where you're using images as much as you are. Um, writing to like a Pinterest page to yeah. go with your yeah it's basically mm. like a it's like a proof of well, concept okay, to, to understand the listeners they they don't know what the fucking I don't know what the fuck Pinterest is um, I just said yes because I was just easier. gonna say I was like, I don't know what Pinterest would be no all right but it's basically like uh, it's a proof of concept that isn't a video it's a it's a it's like a, a storybook people call it a deck or a deck. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. depending on what industry you're in well mm-hmm. what are some of the other terms uh, I don't know deck Let's vertical deck. slice I think they called it also they have things like for lookbook with like on fashion and shit I think people know what lookbooks are. It's right. almost like a. It's right. like a more organized. Well, look more at how direct. fashionable I am. How how would I know what it fucking looks? Like I am is? also wearing exercise clothes. At all. It's like a more organized, more present, more carefully curated and presented uh, vision board almost. 
Uh-huh. Then it is like Pinterest. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. That's amazing. And well, you know, it's interesting um, because someone like Kevin Smith, you know, he mm-hmm. grew up wanting to make movies and then at 19 he just sacrificed everything to make movies and lives, breathes, and eats movies, right. and, or smokes movies, I should say. Uh, and then <laughs> that, that, is, that does not describe me. Right, because you came in, you were a musician, you were an actor, you were a bouncer, you were... <laughs> right, you know, I like, just wanted to make stuff, and then I had a chance to make this artiste. story, and I felt like I could tell it. But you did go to film school at, at I did, college, I started throwing so. tools in the toolbox when I realized how big an undertaking it would be. Um, like I took a cinematography class so that I could communicate with the cinematographer and earn his respect. But I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I even in, during the making of it, I remember talking to either Nick or James or Paniac at Golden Road. We shot around the corner from this brewery in, in your neighborhood. Or, I love uh, Golden Glendale. Road. Um, and uh, I was like, I think I'm a one and done because it's it's so hard. It's so much work. <laughs> it's yeah, it's so overwhelming. And and I definitely feel like I know what I'm doing for this story but i don't feel like i can necessarily take that and apply it to another story i just know how to tell but at the time i didn't know oh okay um and interestingly enough slam dance just asked me for um you're the you're the harper lee of filmmaking (laughs) right exactly (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna disappear and then after i'm dead put out a really racist movie yeah um Slam dance asked me for a quote and i was being very sincere you know I, i i said something along the lines of I got to make something with an incredible team of people, but it wasn't until Slam Dance and the support they showed and the, and the information they give you and the talks they have with you um, that I, you know, recognized the opportunity to be a filmmaker and not just having made something, but actually be a filmmaker. And they pushed me and they encouraged me um, and, you know, showed me the way. And I remember in one of those early Slam Dance meetings, they're like, so this is your world premiere, you know, Slam Dance only accepts first-time directors, so it's like, this is the world premiere of your debut feature, but it's not your last film, so you've got to start thinking about it. And as soon as I said that, I, like, choked up. Mm. The thought of having to do what took me six years and was still costing me money, and is a huge success, but has been almost impossible to, to, to maintain and to pull off, that that would just be the beginning, it was not comforting. <laughs> I, d- I didn't like the thought of that at all. Uh, but now that I'm in the throes of it and am applying that skill set to other stories and finding other stories to tell and, and applying that skill set to other people's stories and finding my way in um, hey, and pitching and suggesting. I don't know if you're going to have you know. to be completely responsible for every aspect of it. Well, right, but you feel, like you, you feel like you you're are. You're responsible. Oh, totally, yeah. No, I, I mean, d- you oversee it. Right. And, but part of that responsibility is just getting people that you can trust. And, and, and getting people to trust you. Right, right. A huge part, especially in the indie world, is getting people to trust you. If, if, you know, if the next one comes along and, and does well, then people start to want to work with you because of what you've done. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even that may even happen when the movie finally gets shared with the world in August. Just people like, that guy is onto something. I'd like to work with him. That's already happening with the people who've seen it in the industry. I mean, that's why I'm taking these meetings and getting sent these properties. But These properties? I don't know. I don't look know. Look at you. <laughs> I look at you. You just got so embarrassed when I called you on cool. that. Cool. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. I'm just a guy from Cleveland. <laughs> just uh, eating my power bar, doing, doing my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yay. Uh, well, that's fantastic. Um, and have you had anything of interest to come your way? Yeah, or? very much so. Um, Obviously, you can't talk about it. I don't think so, yeah. Cartoon Network uh, liked a pitch that I sort of threw out at the very end of our meeting that's got puppets that they're excited about, so Ooh. that's fun. Um, one of the video game companies is interested in... in 
I won't do specific, but one of the video game com- companies is interested in making an animated show out of an ins- totally insane property that they have. Uh, and I spent the last two weeks putting together a pitch for that that I'm really proud of that's really exciting. And then I know what the next movie is, and I have a lookbook for that, and we're working on getting that first draft Oh, that's awesome. Down. Are, you, are, you, are you writing it alone? or No, I'm writing with the Dave Made a Maze co-writer, Steven oh, cool. Sears. Awesome. That's fantastic. And then, but you also had like TV pitches that you were using, mm-hmm. doing beforehand. Um, yeah, some of those are still live. Interestingly enough, all the people, all the people at Miramax that gave me some really terrible notes and slowed down the whole process, all got fired. So great. Now, yeah. So that was a waste of four months and a lot of work. But uh, we'll see. I, I believe that project is still alive at Miramax. If it's not, it's still alive with its creator. So still alive it's, it's with, with, with with our creator. You mean God? Right. right. I Who? still, <laughs> I still want to see that as a TV series. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let there be show. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of spinning plates. Um, trying to figure out which one has money on it. Because um, mm. it's, it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Frankly, and I don't feel sorry for myself. I don't say that to. But again, pulling the curtain back, like the gulf between what what is perceived you know you get an exclusive in variety about that acquisition the north american acquisition of your debut feature it's like whoa i never thought i'd see the day and i'm quoted in variety and exclusive i never thought i'd see the day but i didn't think i also didn't think i'd be 43 and been like i still don't know how to fucking be fucking get i still can't fucking pay rent Mm. is this a fucking joke Mm. 43 years old i'm half dead Probably mm. three quarters dead. All that Ouija money, though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Looking forward to that check for two ninety nine. Two dollars and ninety nine cents. You know, Steve, <laughs> Steve Blum or Jason Blum. <laughs> Even two ninety nine is kind of like a bummer, though. <laughs> Jason Blum does just not hand out speaking roles in his movies. You know? <laughs> right. You're lucky. You're well, I earned a few. Yeah. I earned, in fact, I really earned it by <laughs> interning for free at the casting office for two years oh, and then doing yeah. the table read. For free on the same day. Well, and there you go. Happening to impress and, the director uh, at the table read, who said, "Can you take out the garbage?" Right, and then you and like, then got a chance to audition for five different roles. Had to prepare five different roles, and finally got to say, "Take out the garbage." Yeah, for two dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, no, that was come on out to Hollywood, kids. Yeah, it's a great thing. <laughs> Streets paved with gold. I was like, that sounds like me. Yeah, uh, send your <laughs> send your questions in. How many things do I have to do for free? Right, exactly. You only had a couple hours to prepare, right? <laughs> or, or at least, oh, did you get them at the night before and they're the next morning? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds like, yeah, cool. Um, cool, 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 cool. When is the trailer going to be available? That I'm not sure about. I'm really excited about the trailer. It very much feels like the Don't movie. see the movie, just see the trailer. <laughs> um, but... Uh, we, you know, they're one of the things that your distributor tries to do, and they manage to do with variety, is they try to get for, for each sort of uh, Reese's pieces that they put out for the ET of the world. That's a terrible metaphor. Um, what? Have you seen ET? Yeah. They put only out in the, Spanish though. Ah, well, um, for los cabitos, he puts out some. No, I was going to say it's about. He puts out the uh, the Reese's pieces to draw. Yeah. To draw out. Kind of, so. It's, you know, breadcrumbs. I should have said breadcrumbs. Um, the carrot under the box. <laughs> that's it. To get the rabbit to go into that's exactly the box. exactly it. <laughs> to get the rabbit in the box. Gravitas. Bear trap. Um, uh, <laughs> you try to get an exclusive for every little new thing you put out there. So Gravitas got an exclusive with Variety about the press release of the purchase of the film. Um, and then they'll, we'll try to get an exclusive with some Hollywood outlet for, you know, an exclusive... Trailer. Deadline. But don't yeah. you want it to get like, like a, a 
a wide. Oh, absolutely, but you start with the exclusive. And then it goes everywhere. Like by the end of the people who within twenty four hours of Hollywood thinks that they think that they're cooler for knowing about it first. Within twenty four hours of the Variety article, it was posted in like twenty seven different news outlets, pretty much verbatim. But Variety got the exclusive, and then you get this nice sort of little splash. And it'll be the same with the trailer, hopefully. Right. And we'll be able to tease it out on like social media, like trailer drops in two days. Do you know what streaming sites are going to have you on? I don't. I'm my own. I know we'll be iTunes, um, and I know they have relationships with Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, uh, but I think each of those deals has to be brokered individually. Probably, and also because, I mean, it's not free right. when it gets on Hulu and Netflix. Right, and we're tr- the Amazon, reason we're in 10 theaters is another thing I didn't know, but there's with when you're brokering a deal with Comcast, um, if you they, they have a list of, I think, 23 cities in America, and if you screen theatrically for a one-week run in 10 of the cities from that 23-city list, not uh-huh. 10 cities, but 10 from that list, then it bumps you up into the in-theaters-now category for streaming video on demand, Interesting. which is a better price point <clears throat> for people paying for it, and, it, and it, it also means the trailer shows up sooner. Like when you go to Hulu, it's a trailer is in-theaters-now. Ugh, it just sounds like that. too much work. The, it's, it's mountains so, of paperwork. Mount, like it's interesting mountains. while also stressful to listen to. Yeah, it's like if you have any intention of doing well at all at anything creatively, you better have a lawyer. It, Which is oh like boy. that's not that's the not fun part. Yeah, it doesn't have to suck, you know. And some people that's where some people get paranoid and weird about it and fuck up because they're like lawyers contracts. What is this? I'm an artist. And you're like, well. I just the, blew an opportunity because you weren't up to the task. The you know? girl who is producing a short that I'm working on right now that we're trying to get money, uh huh, um, <laughs> <laughs> is a. She just passed the bar. She's nice. becoming an entertainment lawyer. So I said, bam, bam. <laughs> perfect. There perfect. You go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, she'll she probably... had a book on about copyrights and on her table the other day when I was at her house. And, and I said, you're like, thank God I don't have to read that book. Like, <laughs> you do. Did you, you read it? Okay, cool. I'm going to need you to do the budget now. When you said passing the bar, I pictured uh, that episode of Adventure Time when they turn into 8-bit video game characters and one of them takes a shit and it's a little bar. It's like, <laughs> and falls down. It's pretty awesome. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you had her just for a little bit, and then she was like, <laughs> "Then you brought up adventure." He time. didn't have me at all because, uh, oh no, in that sentence, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. just—I mean, whatever Bill has to say, I'll listen to. I'm polite, <laughs> but only because she's polite, not because of the value of the content. I liked what you said. <laughs> the bar poop, yeah. <laughs> passing the passing the bar. Passing the bar. The the Lit. bar. There you go. <laughs> Great. It makes sense. Adventure time. Yeah, you know. Adventure time. Maria Bamford. Um, oh, that's right. Did anyone Tying see it back? Did anyone Tying see it? Alien? Wow. Uh, did, I had too many friends out walk yet? out of it to uh, really? bother to pay eighteen dollars to go see it. Uh, I have an audition with that casting director. There you go. Today. What are you doing here? Run around some lines? <laughs> no or did you sign an NDA? Not, uh, no, I can't do it on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just. It's for this new pilot. No. No, um, let's, yeah, let's do it on the air. Come on. No. No, no, it'll be fun. I haven't worked on it enough yet. Well. I'm stressed out because I got it last night. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, what's the role? No, 
just a, just a fucking lead. Just a big, big fucking roll. Okay. What? Just one that I'd like to have more time with. All right. Okay. <laughs> Marty and me can totally do this if you want to take off. Do you that. Work on your thing. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll run it with you after. No, I wanted to be here. <laughs> this was like the time all right, I got listeners, to- this is all for you. Um, <laughs> this is all for you. I wouldn't. Uh, I have something that I need to plug. <laughs> you got to wait another hour and eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the fuck out of here. Uh, where's Mickey? Uh-huh. Where's Vivian? She's fucking, this bitch didn't set an alarm. She's on her way now. Unbelievable. Right? The only reason I'm here, I got up at 7.30. I know. I'd still be in bed if it wasn't, man. She's coming. I'm going to give her a piece of moon. Mm-hmm. She's still on New York time. I, I, <laughs> I've been watching the, the Alien movies uh, to, to sort of remind myself how, <laughs> how bad they got <laughs> as you progress through them. I have to be them. honest, I only saw the first two. I only saw Alien really? and Aliens. I saw Alien and Prometheus, but that was it. Did you like, do you, you didn't see Prometheus? It got such a bad rap. Again, when a movie's 18 bucks and now they're 14 hours. Yeah, get, right? When it was 80 minutes, I was like, look, all right, if you don't get me for 80 minutes, I can get on with my life. No, but they're too two long. Two and a half hours, three hours, and they're not good. Mm-hmm. And they're that expensive. It's like, that's, You're like, that's eh, I'll just wait till the life. end of the year when the union sends me all the good ones for right. free. <laughs> so I can watch in my own house and pause and poop and text and do whatever <laughs> I want to do. But uh, I mean, I thought, I think the reason why Prometheus was so fresh, was so terrible is because it was so well directed in parts mm-hmm. and so great. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the story was brag. so, no, well, because like you get invested in it because it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then. They just, just do anywhere. so stupid, such stupid. It was really just all like story shit. And I, mm, I think I've already said this, but like on Prometheus, like I, I had to watch it, and then I had to go online and read what it was about. Oh wow! And then I was like, because it was esoteric, or because it just didn't work. I think a little bit of both. I just really didn't understand. I really didn't. I I wasn't getting. I, I just wasn't getting the the metaphor and I wasn't getting everything and I you know maybe I wasn't paying enough attention I don't know but I was like I was I was like fuck if I would have gotten all of this but this would have been a great movie yeah, and I so I'm like it, maybe I, I should re- maybe I, I should it rewatch it because yeah. and I actually didn't end up rewatching it but you know I it was one of those things where it's like I because I don't I don't like my metaphors and my and all my the, the I don't like things to be too heavy-handed, right? But at the same time, I really just. Mm-mm. But Alien is an, a pretty amazing movie. That's a great. But movie. if it's done well, you can you can forgive. emotionally experience the metaphors and feel like yeah, you're, so, I mean, it, it feel like you're part of something well. bi- yeah. bigger without necessarily knowing exactly what. No, but it, but, it was one of those things it where it was I was like, stupid, it just though. went over my head, and no, I, I don't think it did. I think it was just not well done. All right. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to look at this uh, Prometheus half full. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I heard uh, one of the, and this was meant to be a damning review, was that the new Alien film is more Prometheus two rather than Alien, Alien five. Or yeah, uh, a- Alien was just uh, such an incredible movie, and it played on all fears. Like yeah. claustrophobia, darkness, yeah. uh, the unknown. It just really did a good job of. But just pushing every button of fear. That also, it's the average really has. fucking slow. Like 
if I didn't, but slow and like uh, not in a bad way, not in a bad way. That was there was almost in a really fear in that patient way, deliberate, Del- very deliberate. Yeah, because it, it's sort of creating this sort of like you know weird sort of like uh, working environment where just everybody's just like comfortable and chummy around and like you know they all talk shit. I mean, to you're each in other space. Shit, shit is slow in space. Y- yeah, and nobody can hear you scream. I wish that was the tagline. Alien. It, shit, shit is slow, slow in space. Um, but for instance, you know the, the chest bursting scene. I don't know why I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll get a check from Ridley Scott, Sir Ridley Scott. Uh, Is you, he a sir? I don't know. I don't. Know. It just sounds He's good. Just it sounds right. Is he British? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Is he really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but he. Um, so okay, the chest bursting scene. Yeah. Do you know when that happens in the movie? No. So, like in a story structure, where when should that what? What I would put it at the end of the first act. Which is usually what? Like 20 minutes in? 30 minutes in? 55 minutes in. Wow. Wowie. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, yeah. and Sigourney Weaver's great in it, but... Um, She's really pretty in Also, movie. it's the whole Jaws thing where it was scarier because of what you weren't seeing. Right. Whereas, uh, again, I'm ripping a movie I have not seen, but the people I know who walked out and were so, so frustrated was... You just they show it because of CGI because of the ability to well, also, they just show everything. Also, so we like, know it already. Okay. It's like a, a, right, you know. I think it's all in the movie poster because I didn't even realize that. Like I know, I I've been seeing this movie poster around town, and it was called Alien, and the person is screaming, and it's very like horror movie looking poster, and so my brain just like I wasn't processing what I was looking at. I was just like, oh, another fucking scary movie's coming out like that. Could be the poster for you know, you know whatever X the Ghost in the House whatever kind of movie whatever it is, and so I just didn't think about it. And then finally, I got a text being like, "Hey, do you want to go see Alien with me on Thursday?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, they are doing a new Alien movie, huh?" And then I got this audition, and I was like, "Oh, she cast the Alien movie." That's the poster for the new. I was like, <laughs> I knew it was a horror movie, but it was just it just looks so like lame and easy that it just I don't have good feelings about it fair enough I'm not gonna spend $20 no to save it for Pirates of the Caribbean no save Ooh. it for Wonder Woman which I don't really care if it's bad I'm gonna throw money at it anyways yeah seriously cause uh lady superheroes I know I was shitting on it because I don't like the other DC movies but I, I it does look good I think it's important that we just go how about Joss Whedon yeah. taking over for Zack Snyder so that oh, all yeah. movies are all the same now so Star Trek and Star Wars are now the same. Well, so DC d- and just so everyone be the same. knows, uh, back mm. in March, um, Zach Snyder had a story. I don't yeah, had a it, family tragedy, and um, is and this he was a Star Wars guy. No, uh, no Zach no, Snyder three hundred, three hundred Watchmen. Bat- oh, that guy. Yeah, all the movies that aren't good. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. Well, Dawn of the Dead was good, but he um, did he do Dawn of the Dead? This, yeah, the remake. Yeah, hmm. and. Um, he thought that he could work through the fam- family tragedy. Um, this is Zack Snyder thinks that. Thinks his daughter, that well, his daughter committed suicide. Yeah, I don't want to. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, um, and then he realized that he couldn't. So, And his uh, family needed him and he needed to be. Yeah, he's got seven other kids, like stepkids and kids. and Oh, boy. Which is a lot. And, uh, and he tried to just work through it. You know? Yeah. And so they brought on uh, Joss Whedon. Mechanism? But. Wait, and they brought him on for the to, as a director, but for everything which for movies? the Justice League. Ju- Justice League, yeah. Justice League. Oh, and he does all the Marvel shit. He's he like the, the king Avengers of the, the king of the nerds. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is that a conflict of interest? 
No, I don't it's not a conflict so. of interest. But my point was was um, sort of you know you had uh, uh, a bad robot guy who did Star Trek. Oh, J.J. Um, Abrams. Yeah, J.J. Abrams. Abrams do Star Trek and then Star Wars, and now the new Star Trek looks like Star Wars, and Star Wars feels like, it's it's like. They used to be very distinct franchises, DC and Marvel. I think Marvel, that that's where know. I got confused when you brought Star Trek into Star Wars because I was like, wait, was that Josh Whedon? It's just all the that? nerd stuff. I'm yeah. just throwing all the nerd stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And but point being that there were these like And then J.J. Abrams did the Mission Impossible movies fantasy. and they're all basically, all have very similar tones and comedy. Yeah, all, all throughout. It, but principal photography is already done. So, right, right. So and for also, what it's worth, a lot of people like all these movies. Yeah, I like, I like them. And you know, Marvel and DC traditionally would swap writers and artists all the time. People would get fed well, up with how shitty Jack they were Kirby, treating Marvel. So they when Jack Kirby DC. went to DC, that was a huge deal, man. Then, but <laughs> yeah. since then, I mean, most new, people who write for one write for the other, yeah. including, including Kevin Smith. Um, yeah, mm. do you know like the whole New God story? Like when Jack Kirby left, like he, he and oh, Stan yeah, Lee had yeah. a huge beef, and then they, uh, and then he went and did the New Gods, and he was basically treated like royalty there, mm. and like he came up with some crazy shit. Like his mind was crazy. Mm-hmm. Is Stan Lee gonna start making cameos in all the DC movies too? Uh, we can <laughs> hope, uh, but and the, the nerdiverse explodes. One. Yeah, that probably get would piss some people off. If, I'm sure. I'm sure people are pissed off that Joss Whedon. I mean, I know people were pissed off that J.J. Abrams did Star Wars after Star Trek. But I don't think that Joss Whedon can do that much Joss Whedoning to something. That's I mean, he was already he'd already been brought in to write some scenes. Okay, then that makes sense. I yeah. don't understand how to make these people fucking happy because you cry and cry and cry about your Star Wars, and then you get someone who's good to do no, it, you and then you cry what, about you it because he's working on the Bill other thing. Does. Bill doesn't give a shit what other people think. Yeah, who fucking cares? Well, but then now everyone loves Josh Whedon so much, and now they're crying because he's going to do the other thing that they like, but you can't do that thing because... Fucking shut up. Personally... Did you I, not just hear the all of what Bill said about how hard it is in this fucking business? Like, Personally, Jesus. I wouldn't... Well, first of all, hey, I think... Hey, wait, Bill, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Can you just... I can. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodcast Internet Radio Networks. Mm. Um, like like new leather. Personally, I would only go see a DC movie. That looks old. Well, I do want to see Wonder Woman for so the exact soft. reasons you said. I don't give a shit about the character. I don't like DC characters, and I don't care about anybody in the movie, but to support a female yep. superhero movie, I will go see that movie. Um, but I, otherwise, I would not go anywhere near a DC property, but the fact that Joss Whedon is working on I'm like, oh, well, then maybe I might, because I actually think he's great. There you go. But I also think there are a million people who can direct movies, and it seems like That's true. two or three people get to do all of them. But none That's of them true. are women, and none of them are non-white. So everyone... Except, Hence, yeah. go see Wonder Woman and, pay, and pay for it. Wonder Woman and pay for it, yeah. And if uh, any of you fucks pirate my fucking movie in August, I'm going to fucking murder you. Oh, wow. Pirating really does have victims. Because <laughs> that that what cut do you get of that? You know, my my slice of the pie is so small. Even given the fact that I put all of my savings into the movie as an investor on top of my deferred payments and ownership, that if if uh, it's it's going to be impossible for me to make money. So then, what do you? But care? it's going to be a lot harder if people are stealing the fuck out of my movie. But you, but. I actually don't Gotta know. Got to spend money to make money. The, the 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 numbers confuse me at this point because of there's the difference between my deferred payment as a director because I worked for free, my ownership as uh, one of the three members of Dave Made an LLC plus my investor chunk for the thousands of dollars I put into it. Like I actually don't know is the answer. Sounds mm. like you bought a restaurant. 
Yeah. They don't yeah, they don't they all go out of business too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really do. I don't know how you make money unless you got rich parents. I really don't. Uh, in that case you don't really make money. <laughs> you just have it. Yeah, exactly. Um Oof. Oh, hold on. Well, you make money eventually cuz now people who are willing to pay you will you know, give That's it's just surviving between now and then. Hey, Steve. Yeah, just let me listen for a minute. Let me get the rhythm. Let me All hear right. you guys talk for a while. All right. Uh, so. Did I miss the top of the hour? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, shit. Um, I did a good, too. He did a real oh. good. Can you do another one, please? No. I'm going to do, do it, one do with do my it. mouth full of power bar. So, um, Roger. It'll probably still be better than when I do it. Ladies and See, gentlemen, it's the top of the hour. You know, <laughs> oh my God. We just <laughs> lost our three listeners. Uh, so, Steve, how uh, are you still. Uh, have you recovered from <laughs> having heard about Roger Moore? Me? Yeah. Who? What happened? He, di- he died. Who? He, Roger Moore. I, let's call him Sir. Sir Roger Moore. Sir Roger Moore. He was definitely. Is a that Michael guy. Moore's brother? That's right. Michael Moore's handsomer brother, handsomer older brother. Yeah, he, uh, he died at the How? age. How? How could he be handsome? Eighty-eight, eighty-nine in Switzerland uh, from cancer. Um, but I'm sure you know that's a pretty uh, badass. Uh, Which season life? of Dancing the Stars would I have known him from? Um, he was on the Saint originally, but he did a good. The Saint, a TV show. Um, Never heard of it. All right. Well, he was a, he was did like five James Bond movies. He, oh, he was that guy. He was your Bond. No, why was why did you like him as as your? He was my Bond because when I was because I grew up in the eighties. So when Bond movies were out in the theaters, they start him. So right. I was like, well, I guess that's James Bond. My first Bond movie was A Spy Who Loved Me um, in the theater, and I saw Octopus in the theater. I don't know that I saw a Spy Who Loved Me in the theater. Well, that, I'm older than you. Thank you right. for pointing that. I, out. My I first had, Bond was Pierce Brosnan. Oh boy. Uh, so who's, had, who's your uh, favorite Bond then? For your eyes only yeah. on uh, video cassette and played it to death. Oh yeah, I guess he did like six six Bond movies. Um, but what the fuck is an octopusy? Uh, it's a. You got to watch the movie, man. It's competition for never to say never again. Um, <laughs> uh, that was the year, wasn't it? In the same year that those two movies came out, because uh, the rights to Thunderball went. You know, right? Didn't they? Didn't they make? So Sean that one three times now. Oh they yeah, made Thunderball, so. and then yeah, they yeah. made it for your eyes only, and then didn't they also? Or I mean, right. so they made it uh, Never Say Never Again. Yeah, and didn't they also? Yeah, do a Daniel Craig version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like, write a new fucking but story? No, they're all the Jeez. same though. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're all the same. This way, they don't have to spend as much on rights, I guess. Or, you know, <laughs> the broccolis. Uh, yeah. Um, but Steve, are you in Austin, Texas? Yes, I am. For good? Or are you coming back? I thought you were coming I'm back. I'm coming back, baby. There wow. you go. Yeah. We're talking. I just, uh, I had dinner with Lance Mountain this past week. and she's, My wife? You're, yeah, Mrs. Lance Mountain. No, you're Mrs. You're, Lance, you're Mrs. Mountain. Lance Mountain. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyhow, yeah, it was good to see her. And uh, it's exciting that you're coming back. Um, and you're going to be house-sitting for me. So that's... She's, she's for tall. What? Oh, yeah. Well, take this offline. We don't need to let everyone know where you live. Oh, yeah. um, no. Two one five five Lyric Avenue, Los Angeles. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't give them the zip code. They can't. They can find. They, just give them the street address, but don't give them the zip code. They'll the never. four people listening are not going to get a cabal together uh, and uh, we come just, murder we lost you. Three of them when when Bill was doing his Powerball power bar. Uh, you know what? Promo. It made Cassandra laugh, and that that made it all worth. Yeah, it. Yeah. See, he don't care about the audience. Exactly. 
Uh, I am the audience. You know why I liked Roger Moore? Because it looked like he was having fun. He like, was having a lot of fun. Like Sean Connery, it looked like he was just looking to, for an excuse to slap a woman, you know? Right. He loves doing that. He probably was having fun. <laughs> <laughs> In his own way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did a, uh, I just did a voiceover for a commercial. I know this is completely fucking random, but I did. Uh, they wanted me to do like a Sean Connery impersonation, and I'm in the booth, and I couldn't. I kept losing it because I was doing a bunch just of different do voices. The the, rape, the rapist for for one hundred. <laughs> so to get myself back into quote unquote character, I would repeat a line that he said on like Barbara Walters or something I found on the internet. He says, "Every good woman needs a schlop." I just kept saying that over and over again to get into there. And this fucking millennial, you know, like tattooed 28-year-old girl sitting there running the booth just kept looking at me like, I want to murder you. Like, you represent everything. Oh, and I also voted for Trump, too, which really annoyed me. Well, you should have taken off the red cap at least. I was wearing my MAGA cap. Oh, yeah. Everyone, every good woman needs a schlop. He said that on fucking television to a reporter. That is a amazing. female reporter, right? Yeah, uh, Barbara Walters. I mean, you know, uh, she's, she kind of counts. <laughs> the first gender fluid reporter. <laughs> yes, uh, he said women need a slap. Like I can't believe how not woke he was. I wish he had died. Roger Moore was more woke. Um, I, I guess so. Days. Yeah. Wait is 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 he alive? Is John Connery alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Huh. Yeah, because he's like crawling ever so slowly. While some aria plays, like towards his <laughs> slow, slow death, with the, leaving a trail of blood from hashtag know. the Untouchables. Yeah. All right, he was in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Kind of I think Roger Moore hold. understood the Bond series better than any of the other actors I think in it. You're right. Was, this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And they also like, made it stupider for him. Like the gadgets got more and more ridiculous. Uh, yes. What was the one where he was in New Orleans and he had a gun? Live that, and Let Die. Live and Let Die, where the bullet inflated whatever it impacted. <laughs> was that? It's like, why would you invent that? <laughs> what, what the fuck would you invent so that So you would for? shoot it and then they would blow up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, the fun. NRA was getting was t- totally d- down for that. <laughs> but they would blow up slowly. Like, they would inflate... Oh, it's just a little baking soda <laughs> and vinegar. Just, just a little baking soda and vinegar. That's all. <laughs> or know? just have so, a gun and shoot people. I don't know. Every Bond movie has a Chekhov's <laughs> gun really in it. Like they they introduce a thing early on. M shows him a gadget that late in the second act they use to some to get out of some conundrum. Correct? Yeah. I would love a Bond movie where they introduce shit and they never use it. I think that would be like, right. yeah. like, oh my god, when are they going to? And then you're like, wait, they never that Our lighter that turned into a jet ski. All, all when this time that? designing this specific gadget that we had to spend <laughs> ten minutes learning how it works. They and never use. He them. leaves it on the train. Like, ah, yep. fuck, oh. I forgot. Oh man. Then like the scene after the credits is someone finding it on the train <laughs> right, and like, exactly. accidentally killing themselves. Yes. <laughs> Guys, this is write this down. This is good stuff. Oh man, I I think I've given up on James Bond though. I haven't. I fucking hate that though. They always show you the gadget. You're like, all right, just like right. I know he's going to use right. the pen. Right. In, the- in every fight, you're like, okay, how can he use his wristwatch that turns into you know whatever throwing stars here? Yeah. At what point is he going to remember that he has this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or like yeah. Oh, yeah, or yeah. Maybe after the fight, he's just like, oh, I forgot about that. Ah, oh, the pen. Oh, oh, oh well. Next time. <laughs> and what is this, M? Uh, this is just a pen. It's just, it writes, uh, it's got enough ink to write maybe, you know, a couple hundred thousand words, and um, it writes upside down. Pen. <laughs> um, Space pen writes upside down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Did you guys watch Spectre? I think I've watched every every movie Bond movie in the theater since um, Spy Who Loved Me until Spectre, and I I just couldn't get. I think I did. Was Spectre uh, the like German that. guy that everybody uh, puts in every movie now? Oh yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. Guy? No, the Javier Bardem. No, the other one. Um, that other German guy. Yeah, we we like we we have not named any German people. <laughs> <laughs> the the one that Tarantino puts. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Wesley Klaus. Snipes. Klaus von Nazi Spiel. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, What's his name? We'll never know. Christoph Waltz. Yep. That's the one. Oh, jeez. Nice. Klaus he's von German? Nazi Spiel. I need. Well, well, that's what made me realize who he was. Oh, yeah, Klaus von <laughs> oh, Nazi Spiel. Who the fuck? Is, What's his great. name again? It's a great character actor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God! I thought my wife was coming back in. <laughs> It's, and it's Johnny oh, come lately. Oh, at ten twelve sharp. <laughs> she shows up. Um, so, anyhow, Kruger, we just have a, a new, a new uh, listener. I'm not a new listener. A new Merp just walked in the we door. We finally got another. We got a new listener because we had to invite her here to, to be here. But don't say anything, please. Um, hey, it's Vivian, everybody. Hello. Good morning. Vivian. Have I seen you since Park City? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. We'll take it offline. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's new, Vivian? Oh, man. Uh, I just worked this gig, but then now I'm not Tribeca? doing it. Yeah, Tribeca. Was it awesome? It was really fun. It was really great. A lot of good movies, a lot of good people. What was the best movie you saw? Ooh. Uh, don't do that to me. Why? Uh, well, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Patty I saw cakes? a lot of great movies, but um, one of the ones that I liked a lot, I did a lot of documentary Q&As, mm. and so one of the ones that I really liked was LA-92. I think it's oh, I really want to see like, that. Oh, the Riot movie. Oh, that one so good. is out in theaters right it's now. It's so I think, out very here. good. I feel like everyone needs to go see that, all especially right. if you like are in LA and care at all about <sighs> the city. <laughs> Fuck it. I lived yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and that's true too, because I was here when I was a kid, and so I remember like there being smoke and there's like riots and stuff. But I wasn't like I didn't get why. You know, mm. so that was the you didn't it. go loot anything when you were <laughs> yeah, three, I got some, four I stole years some old. Everybody in the car. That was the first day that John and Bomb moved to L.A. And literally, really? as he was coming over the 101, he just saw these plumes of smoke just cu- just littering he the went city. On the freeway. Well, he was moving down. Yeah, newbie. Scary. Yeah. He didn't know. I know. Uh, yeah. They didn't have cell phones back then. <laughs> How and were they to know? Yeah, you don't know what's going on until you go home and you watch the news. Yeah, right? Normally you just drive towards the smoke, you know. My brother's first <laughs> day uh, at the SEC in D.C. was 9-11. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, Everyone like running around, you know, because the, the Pentagon got targeted as well. Oh, my like, God. I don't know if this job is for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland might have been better. Yeah. You're safe in Cleveland. No one gives a shit. Safe in Cleveland. That That's an oxymoron. Hi. No one gives a shit. No one's yeah. going to attack Hi. you in Cleveland. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so I haven't seen her since she got back from New York. Steve, were you in L.A. during the, the riots? No. No. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Moving on. Why? What happened? Fuck that perspective. What happened? <laughs> um, Who rioted? Somebody got mad? So, <laughs> Steve had his... The same thing that happens all the time, except that there's not giant riots. Everybody anymore. hates each other. Yeah. Steve had oh. his rehearsal dinner at this bar called... A uh, wine bar called Bacchanal in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And how would you describe Bacchanal? <laughs> uh, like the building? Or just or the, the vibe? The, the vibe, the experience. Tell us about the brickwork. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's exposed brick. It's I believe it's someone's <laughs> house. Like. But it's kind of huge because they have this huge nice. outdoor area. Yes. 
And it's a house and yard that they converted into a two-story wine bar or restaurant. And, but they have lots of music playing there. Well, yeah, there's music everywhere in the world. Sure. It's, it's, it's annoying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look at this guy. He's already a local. I know. That's why you love it there. Um, so this weekend, they, the Bacchanal people came to L.A. to do... What? Yeah. They, they did a, a thing over at this other wine bar. And, oh. and it was super fun. Um, it was just packed with people. Well, I mean, it was packed with people. And it was really hot. So it did make me think of New Orleans. Uh, and as I'm going out, I'm like behind, in front of this uh, like beefy like weightlifter dude, like holding two plates of Bacchanal made food. And then there's a like it's through this narrow passageway and there's this other dude like talking there. So the muscle guy says, hey, you know, it's a it's a terrible idea to have a conversation there. <sighs> and then the other guy, you know, which is, uh, you know, he was right. It was holding up uh, progress. The other guy says, uh, you're a terrible idea. And, boom, then, boom. and then it sort of escalates and, oh, it's, all right, let's... <laughs> Selfie time. I yeah. was listening. I'm all right. Listening. You're a bad so, idea. The yeah. guy was giant. Yeah. And then, so then it escalates and it's like a total bro moment between like these two guys just getting ready to fight. Who and goes to a wine bar to get in a fucking fight? I know. I know. And, and, like, and this like guy's holding his shirts. two plates of tapas, and, and he's like, oh. he's like, you want to go? And the other guy's like, yeah, let's go. And then he's trying to give the plates to his girlfriend, and the girlfriend's like, no, I'm not going to take it. And like, I'm in the middle of this thing. And did you take the tapas? Uh, I was like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take. Oh those. no, Are I'll there, hold those. For is you. this uh, gluten free? I don't know if this <laughs> is going to pair with what I'm drinking. Right? Yeah, yeah, forget it. Yeah, yeah, move on, move on. Smalley is the second in the fight. But like, yeah. But also, who gets into a fight? What sort of adult gets into a fight? Like, at a wine bar. that's a big question. Not even at a wine bar. At anywhere. Oh, lots of people are mad. I, I can get. Uh, yeah, but I'm actually. But mad. you know what? It's but like, weird. I mean, I know that I'm an angry fight, person, though? but but basically, this guy. I, I, I find walking around the streets. I find my clenching my fists. You don't get in. But you don't get in. You don't hit someone. I kicked. I've kicked cars. To try to wah, run me wah, over wah. In, well, that, in crosswalks. Right. So this guy is literally... And then when they stop to say something, I come running at them and then they drive off scared. And I'm like, yeah, see? Fucking pussy. These guys are literally kind of like saying... That kind of thing. You know, that kind of thing. Like, they're having this dick <laughs> measuring Delay. match to like basically Walking saying like, you. I'm going... Let's go to jail. Hey, right. let's get arrested. Let's get arrested. You want to get arrested? I want to get arrested. <laughs> and, and then it's just like a... And for what? Is this worth it? Yeah, it's fucking worth chicken, it. Really? It's like, are you going to... Fi- well, I'm not... Well, you were... Were we... I wasn't Probably gonna, because okay. they both have Where's in the back of their brains going, back? Don't! <laughs> Stop! This is a bad idea. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? <laughs> no, I don't want to do this, but I do. Yeah. Do you want to, though? Ah, oh, fuck. I really don't oh, want to. Oh, yeah. It's a little late, isn't it? It's uh, a little is late. It? Is well, it? we're both going to look bad now. Have we embarrassed ourselves yet? Yeah. Shit. People are uh, angry. I was just reading on... Did my girlfriend leave? It's not even an article, but my friend was just in the crosswalk Did she find out I'm actually gay? Waiting to turn. Did she? And some guy walked up and just started punching her window with his fist, and she has, like, a kid in the backseat and, like, cracked the window, and then he just, like, ran away. And then, like, it started this whole thread of people on Facebook saying, like, oh, my God, that happened to me. Sadly, mostly women, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And, like, people just coming up and, like, a motorcyclist, like... um Pounded his elbow onto someone's car in traffic, and then like drove away. Like people are, there's this, we've we've gone beyond microaggressions to full on aggressions. People are, there's no yeah, there's no micro about yeah. it. There's a yeah. macro macro, macro aggression going yeah. on, and it's it's not it's not good. That's why this whole country's like a fucking boil it, kettle boiling. What's that phrase? Uh, uh, a pot about, about to boil over. There we go. An, 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 a a pressure egg. cooker. Yeah. 
Wait, well, a hatched egg? A hatching, hatching egg. like it's a... An egg in an and incubator go, that's going to Pressure hatch. cooker. Tweet, pressure tweet, cooker. Tweet, yeah, tweet, tweet, I don't know about the Easter one. <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, it's cute. Yeah, oh, it's exactly. Cute. Oh, oh, the good angry. stuff comes on the other oh, side. Anarchy is so cute and fuzzy. <laughs> or we all exercise these demons, and then it turns out we're all cute. Are you saying we're fat? We we're very fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's we're that too. Fat fucking country. Uh, exercise uh, the demons and then become cute. Have you guys ever? Have you guys ever been in a physical fight as an adult? As an adult? Yeah. No. In? Yes. Part of? No. Wait, what? I broke up a fight once that sort of well. took me into it. Oh, so well, was... I like to think that I was de-escalating this fight, you know, because I was just Because you were the like, middle. these tapas don't look well I was like, done. hey, man, hey, well, mind, mind the drink, you know, mind the beverage, or what does you he say? You spilled my rosé. Watch the beverage, man. <laughs> Come on, uh, guys, we've got two more tastings left. Just cool it. <laughs> I'm only on the rosé. Oh. Jerry, your Chardonnay flight's getting room temp. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really worth it? Stop raining. That makes me want to hit all of them. <laughs> right. Who has a Chardonnay so flight? So I guess I would go to a wine bar to get in a fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, people yeah. who like wine. And you know what? You probably do pretty well. <laughs> oh, man. Have you, have you been in a physical fight as a um, A couple altercations. Oh, um, we, but you worked in bars and stuff like that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I decked a, I decked a, a homeless drunk in Dublin. Because he was harassing right. someone. Oh, yeah. Mm. And he, he punched me in the face first. Oh, right. okay. Uh, nice. I just punched him a lot harder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, kind of how you have to do it, I guess. Yeah, I just kind of kicking cars in, in intersections has been it. I did stop a guy who was trying to strangle his wife on the streets downtown. That's important. That's a, that's and a I had to explain to him How that you can't you? strangle your wife. Wow. Yeah, but you can strangle your girlfriend. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, once you make that commitment. Yeah, exactly. Now uh, it's because they're all in. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. How about you, Steve? I was at a wine bar in Culver City and I was drinking kava and uh, baked brie and this fucking bro just rolled. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we, Steve and I met. <laughs> Uh, is that place Birds still up there on Franklin? Yes. Uh, bar? Ugh. Oh my god, yeah. I was in a fight at Birds. You just remind me. Okay, no, wait, tell, us, tell your story. Wait, I was in a fight at Birds. Did I fight you? <laughs> Did we fight? I beat the shit out of this chick once at Birds. I was really drunk. I was really <laughs> no, angry. No, that wasn't I was on, me. When I, all Sean Connery on I beat the shit out of an old, elderly white man. <laughs> uh, that's me. <laughs> Were you drunk, Steve? Uh, no, I was drinking, and there was I was with um, some lady friends. Um, back then, I was a non-practicing homosexual. I was a guy that rolled around with like a lot of chicks, but didn't date them. Right. Um, eventually, I wore one down and now married her. But um, <laughs> there you go. There was a Grind super drunk dude at the bar, and he was harassing the women and then pushing them, and I just beat him up. Nice. Me, and then I hit him. And it, it's not like the movies; it's over real fast. In in yeah. the mm-hmm. were, you, were you were you guys broken up and kicked out? No, I just punched him and he was like, "Wow, that really hurt." And then he stopped. That's the most boring fight I've ever heard. Well, what was yeah. your fight? You just gotta do that. Oh, my though. fight. Yeah. These guys at Birds. I wonder if it was the same guys. Just kept like trolling the bar so hard. They're like literally walking in like a circle, like a fucking merry-go-round, so hitting is, on women. This is this chicken restaurant that's right next to UCB. Chicken themed restaurant. Chicken themed <laughs> restaurant. And it no, just, so, no, it's an Alfred Hitchcock themed 
Oh, is it? Because of birds. It just so smells like, like never made that connection. It's got him with him with the crows and oh, all this shit. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah, it, Alfred yeah. Hitchcock. And it just it I smells like chicken connection. fat, which is like kind of good. But then when you're there for and longer like than five minutes, you're just like tears. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it smells like hoodies and Converse. Yeah, it's, 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 it's <laughs> right, right. It smells like bad bits. All the things that cling to your clothes, you know. Yeah. But so go on. Like depression and. And we've all spent we've all spent far too much time there. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, so I went to show ucb is my teacher's show and um these guys were walking around the bar like a fucking merry like like whose butts can we touch and this guy like grabbed my like not my even my butt but like like the front of me let's say very close to my mommy my mommy area he trumped you and uh yeah he kind of trumped me a little bit and then uh i was like I'm I I'm, I get a big mouth when I'm drunk and so I like looked right at him and I was Wait, like what the fuck are you man drunk you can't now? do that I'm always drunk yeah. <laughs> and I was like what the fuck man you can't do that and he like whipped around and in a true drunken sing, like dumbass fashion was like I don't want to touch you anyways fat ass Jesus. and so my improv teacher, when does the plague come to destroy all of mankind Seriously. I can't mm. fucking wait and someday a real rain wait. will come yeah. and wash all the scum off the streets yeah. I mean usually I think that most women kind of like brace themselves for comments like that though yeah because that is I feel like well, Pretty I had it coming, pers- you know. I spoke up, so well, that's a, the percentage. What the were you wearing? Of- <laughs> I had a scuba suit on. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, what happened? And so uh, I was just like, "Fuck you!" And then like my improv teacher, because the guy like kind of turned around and came towards me to Wait, like, "Who's your teacher?" Aggressive. Uh, we'll leave him anonymous, okay. and just in case. And uh, can't imagine he was he any was- good in a fight. No, he was actually very helpful. He like walked right up to the guy and he was like, you can't say that to her. You need to cut it out. I'll give you a location. Jail. (laughs) 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 Boom. Just give me a one word suggestion and I'll put you out of your misery. And uh, no, no. So he like, he very calmly, well, not calmly, but like aggressively put his like arm alongside the dude's chest and pushed him up away from me. Hmm. Like without shoving him or like punching him or anything, he like physically like moved him and was like, you got to go. You've got to go now. And then the guy tried to like fight him. And then the bouncers obviously were on the teacher side because we all go to birds all the time. And then so they like walked my teacher out the back. I got left there. And then the guy was like, don't get involved. Like, it's okay. And I was like, why are you? I was all mad. I was like, why are you protecting me? Like, maybe another guy's going to get his fucking lights punched. And like, oh, my God. And I was like, aggravated. And then I went outside. And then the guys were outside. And I was like, what? You guys, you got to go. And I was like, really mad that um, the bar like kind of half took care of it. Right. Like, yeah, they're all outside now. But I was like, wait a minute. Now I'm just outside with the dude that tried to like grab me. Uh, yeah. Did you have words with him? No. I think yeah. I like drunkenly yelled something as he walked away. But I was also at this point mad at the bar then because they're like, ma'am, like, let's, we'll, we, we, I tried to remove you out of the fight first because we thought you'd get hurt. And I was like, I will fuck shit up. <laughs> like, don't just remove me because I'm a girl. I'm yeah. probably stronger than half of the improvisers here. See, it's just better to improvise. <laughs> Do you think... It's better to stay at home and improvise <laughs> with your dogs and drink boxed wine. I never know what to do because I've been removed do you think from the gold room for a, sim- for a similar situation. But I don't. Is there any value in shaming someone? Like just rather than just you fuck a fuck you, just be like, hey, everybody, this guy just grabbed me. This guy just grabbed me. He just I think fucking that's the way to do oh, it. So that that's what happened. Eighty percent yeah. of the bar. Turns no, but that's the, the way to do it. Yeah. 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 And that's why I say stuff too. I, I'm pretty sure confront, it's that I was like confront, you can't touch me like that, like confront, loudly in the bar. I think know? face, you know, confrontation just escalates. But right. but you're well, sort of de-escalating it. Yeah, it just did <laughs> with you guys. So had you been like, you know, hey everybody, this guy grabs people, then suddenly he has to diffuse all his focus on everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. so he can't just focus on you because then that justifies, you know, what you're saying to everybody else who's watching. Yeah. 
Because sometimes does, does that move work? It. Has yeah. that ever worked? Um, it does in the script that I just wrote in my head. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering. Really, no, no, no. Really I mean the move like the... going up to a girl at a bar and touching her. No. Oh, that that doesn't work, right? No, it just no. usually gets a girl to turn around and it's extremely get in your face. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm really bad with women, but I've never gone up to a stranger and put my body on hers without Sadly, that permission. Sadly, you should try it if you want to ruin a, a girl's night very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Or, you know, the, I mean, I still think about that and how shitty it was. I got kicked yeah. out of Gold Room for something like that. For someone touching you? Yeah, somebody reached up my fucking dress. And you got kicked out of the bar. I don't see what, like... Because I, I pushed him. I turned around and I oh. started screaming his fucking face and I pushed him and then, and he wasn't looking at me. He was looking the other way because he... Oh, nice. And like wouldn't even respond to me. Uh, and so they were like, what are you doing? And acting like I was crazy. He fucking grabbed me. And then they kicked me out. Uh, Whatever, Jesus. I went down the street. Got drunk there. <laughs> Had a fun Way time. Go, Gold Room. <laughs> but it felt disgusting. But I thought you said it ruined your... Well, I, I, it has ruined my night in the past in other situations when that's happened because I think every girl in the world has more than one. But I don't think anybody's gotten picked up a woman that way. But I think it is just about... <laughs> like literally like lift her up right. from the vagina. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Puppet show. Sorry. That's cave style. It, 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 but it's got to work for somebody at some point, right? I think it's I mean, just a way of, to... to I'm sure it works, it works Exert in the sense power. of like if the girl doesn't turn around and you just get away with it. Yeah. 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 I think that's that what it is. That may be the only chance you're going to yeah. touch a female body that night is by doing it that yeah. way. Yep. So at least that's better than not touching a female body. Yeah. Or any time well, because those not guys to look me. like I'm not just trying, <laughs> trying to get in the mind of the criminal. Sure. <laughs> Do not judge this character. Watterson CIS. <laughs> <laughs> um, there we are. Have you guys ever, have any of you men ever been touched inappropriately in a way where you had to like whip around and be like, yep. hey, don't do that? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Boy Scouts, totally. No, no, for, for serious. Uh, I didn't, I mean, I, I don't feel sorry for myself and I wasn't scared. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, in, in gay bars more than once, I've had guys walking by just squeeze my ass. Did, they, did you say anything? Um, you're like, not today, I'm, honey. You know, I'm trying to remember. I think. <laughs> Please the, don't. <laughs> the first time I was so confused that I thought it must have been an accident. You know, like, did I, was I in the wrong place? Yeah, like, did, was I standing in the wrong place? Did, do I know the guy? Like, there's still, I was trying to figure out the logic of how, how it could happen because I was not accustomed to it. It's yeah. not something I grew up with, it's not something that yeah. happens to me. Um, and I, uh, you know, I. I don't. I don't necessarily respond well when gay guys get physical with me. I'm just sort of like, "Cheers," <laughs> you know. I don't want to. Nothing's going to happen, but I don't want to make you feel like shit. But I don't do know you, what to do. Do you feel violated? Not. I don't feel threatened. Right. Mm. Right. Um, That's definitely part of the violation. Yeah. Exactly. I would yeah. think right. so. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not just the guessing fear. out loud. I wouldn't know. But I. I don't. I don't feel threatened. I. I, I do feel like it would be better if that hadn't happened. I, I would mean, prefer it if that hadn't happened, but I don't feel scared. I don't feel like, threatened. God, I wish I could go back in time and not have that happen to me. Yeah. You right. know? Yeah. It's, not, it's not a thing that would ruin a night, and there's even a way to be like, oh, I guess I'm not ugly, you know? But that's, that's because I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's because there's zero stakes. Like, I'm not, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a heterosexual in a gay bar. Nothing's going to happen. Um, right. I don't feel physically threatened or scared. Um, so I don't, I'm not trying to equate it in any way. No. I'm just answering, literally just answering the question. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine yesterday told me a story when he was on an airplane, he was sitting next to this woman and uh, the guy in front of them was, you know, had been talking to the woman and then like would reach around, back and grab and like touch her leg. And 
my friend was like, oh, you know, if you want to switch seats to sit next to your boyfriend, I'm happy to do that. And, and she was like, no, I, that's not my boyfriend. I, I don't know that guy. And then, so he, like, this is like very, yeah. So he, he said, oh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take care of it. And so the guy reached, kept reaching back and then was touching his, uh, her leg. And so my friend reached over and took his hand and started caressing it. <laughs> and then... And then just grabbed it and then yanked it and twisted it up. And then the guy, like, got up. And then he thought he would have this guy, like, trapped, you know. And then the guy, like, reached around, uh, just, like, twisted out of it and, like, threw a punch. But he was, like, super drunk. And then so the guy, they got in this fight. On, on a plane? On a plane, yeah. Just and this is, this is years ago. This is in, like, ni- in the early 90s. So, bro? You want a plane fight, bro? Yeah, yeah. You want a plane fight, bro? Right. Is that well, what's going to happen right now, bro? A fucking plane fight? That's, I mean, I'm right here. They separated them. Plus <laughs> Tiny bottle they, fight. Get, get, come here. Get closer, <laughs> right, right. Come here. Damn these plastic ones. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. But he, uh, they, they kept them on the flight. Nobody got duct tape, and they. This is pre nine eleven. Yeah, and then you can't they, do shit like that now. No, no, they were separated. They were white and, though, right? Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, there. Uh, and then, <laughs> and the, I guess you could do that now. And, <laughs> and people, they got broken up very quickly because people didn't have cell phones. Like you know, like oh, I videotape it oh, instead of helping out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But it just made me very satisfied that, like, oh, you, there's a case where a fight did turn out well. The other guy threw the first punch. My friend didn't get hit, so that was cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I don't know what you get out of, like, that that sort of... I, I th- honestly think it's got to be it, trying to find a psychological profile. I think it's got to be that or nothing. Like, yeah. if I don't do this, I won't know the touch. I won't be able to touch a female leg at yeah. all so also just a, com- a disregard of like you gotta think that a woman's lesser than you yeah mm-hmm. the extent to, to which people don't yeah. give a fuck about anyone yeah like nobody goes to remarkable. the market and is like except unless you're starving and it's like well you know what like i'm never gonna get a sandwich today i'm just gonna touch all the sandwiches in this store it's like no you don't get to do that like that's not like I've a woman that. isn't <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> I've gone to the grocery store the when I was really broke. We're going to dip into the mail sack. The mail sack. Mail sack. Yeah, that was great. Uh, we have a pretty light mail sack today. Um, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, we have... There's uh, that guy, what's his name? Um, shoot, I forget what his, what his handle is. But he basically listens to the podcast, and then as he's listening... Weird. Oh, Ash Williams. He'll listen to the podcast and then respond in real time. So yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm not quite uh, sure, sure what he's saying, but he says, uh, what, what's with all the religious talk? Foolish mortal Zeus is the true almighty. So <laughs> I, I don't remember what that is. In we were he's talking about religion as an excuse for being shitty to human beings. No, no, but this, this is, is from, la- He's probably week. talking from uh, uh, oh, Because Me and Mickey's new podcast. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll get to that. Um, and then Mark Presley write, uh, wrote in <laughs> with an audio one. So Ooh. listen up, everybody. Ooh, the future. Oh, future's boring. Oh, you know what? It, this is what happens. Nothing's you need to on turn the on the volume oh, of the machine. Oh, you guys, wow, yeah, it's hologram. all in sign language. It's an audio recording. Marty, I'm not hearing anything. Hi, everyone at Nuna. This is Mark Presley. Haven't emailed him for quite some time. I've been struggling to listen to the live episodes. I've been having to pod it due to work commitments. But my question for Bill would be: Do we have any news on any UK showings of Dave Maze? Really looking forward to seeing your film. Um, 
thanks for all the free funny and Kruger's balls. Kruger's <laughs> balls. Thank you, Mark. It's so great right. to hear your voice. Is, yes. it, is Mark, that's sounding like a Manchester accent. Uh, I don't know where. Yeah. Didn't I? Hope you're okay, I don't know Mark. where. Yeah. Oh, there's um, Ernie. So you were talking about foreign sales yeah, earlier. Yeah, we, we actually did just hear from specifically a British company about uh, mm-hmm. theatrical screenings in Britain. So uh, nothing is confirmed, but there, there is certainly some interest. And of course, it's something we very much want to do. We did not get into the festival we were hoping to play over there. Oh, are you, you're still going to festivals, right? Yeah, and still getting rejected, frankly. Oh, cool. Uh, in cool. spite of like three audience awards and, and three winning. grand jury prizes and there domestic distribution, we're still getting rejected from, from certain festivals. And it's a good Movie. No one in New York wants to play our movie. We've tried a, a few different angles. Eh, but fuck um, New York. Yeah, fuck New York. You just have to make the poster all black. <laughs> right. And they'll love it. But it's, uh, it's, it's definitely coming. I don't have, I don't have any international release dates, release dates, and we don't have any um, UK festivals. Um, yet. But all that information will be out there, and it is coming, and it's definitely going to happen at some point. So when it, it goes on VOD, that's US only then? Yes. Yeah, they only have the rights for you. Well, North America, U.S. and Canada. Oh, don't don't worry. You, you can torrent it. Don't worry about it. You know. <laughs> if, you, if you fuck, I will fucking kill you. I will fucking don't kill do, you. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Uh, and and uh, I'm in the DVD extras. Apparently. Yeah, you are. Woo! Slam so. Dance was very kind. They signed off on uh, on letting us use some of the footage. Oh, from that's the, very cool. From the, from the it was, festival. It was a couple. It was really good Q and A's. Also, yeah. so I'm glad. Yeah, uh, I think fun. it's a Q's and A's. Um, a Q's. Jacques and Ace. So, <laughs> Jacques and Ace. You, have you done the DVD commentary? I have. I did it with uh, the writer, Steve. Is that, oh, is my it, God. I miss it Steve. Was fun. Yeah, me too. I haven't seen him forever. Steve, uh, it was, what's up? It was fun. Shout out to Steve. That's awesome. I could have done, I mean, I could have done 10 different comments because there's so much to talk about. <laughs> They're really and we didn't get too nerdy about stuff like I wasn't like what I was going for here was it a, you know which is a version of a commentary I could do I so could just I could do a version of the commentary <laughs> where we just talked about everything that went wrong I could do a version of the commentary where like well, what was supposed to happen in this shot Right, um, and right. then they do but, one with Cockney accents. That was a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, what we wanted to do, we, and we didn't have time to do, but we'll do for the special release. Uh, there were three improvisers. We were going to get together and do an entire dialogue and score pass. Just. Oh, our, nice. With our mouths. That's really <laughs> Oh, that's fun. That's really funny. Basically dubbing the whole movie. Yeah, do, do your What's Up, Tiger Lily? Oh, that's yeah. yeah, with sound effects and score and that's, everything. That's what they oh, did. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. But we, we, didn't have, we didn't have time. The, the deliverables that I was talking about earlier, the other thing that made that so insane was that the, the turnaround was zero. We had to have everything right. ready in, in no time. Um, yeah. And the second part of Mark's question, uh, Steve, how are your balls? No. Oh. Musty. <laughs> well, it's that uh, Austin. It's the humidity, and there's something in the barbecue here that's. Yeah, it's just salt and pepper. Goes right to the nuts. It's just. Salt- uh, no, actually, I, I, you know, I, I'm not a smelly dude. I mean, you guys have been around me, and those who haven't, I'm not a smelly man. But I think something about the food and the weather here has changed my odor because often the wife says, You smell like fucking onions. Like wow. it's coming out of me. And it's I can't smell it. Has anyone's like body changed? It's yeah, your your odor? microbiome. Your yeah, oh. everything diet and yeah, your flora completely. And fauna. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your microflora. Yeah, you got new gross. bugs. Yeah, because yeah, different the L.A. bacteria don't work so good in uh, in Austin. Yeah. When I sweat in L.A. It just smells like green monster juice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you realize you just drink green monster juice. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and in Austin, yeah, your sweat kind of has more of a barbecue flavor, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
No, it's, it just smells like onions. What's wrong with onions? Or maybe you I just, just admitted uh, the mistake smell terrible of now. picturing myself licking someone's sweaty body because it tasted like barbecue. I was imagining sick. people sweating at actual barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Like in The Fifth Element when that st- strip of goo well, comes down his face. Mm-hmm. Remember that part? I always thought it looked like barbecue sauce. Mm. I thought about what you thought about it and it was really gross. It's really gross. <laughs> it's really gross. I really want someone to make a gif out of that. What are you um, talking about? What? In Fifth Element, you know when he talks to the, the voiceless, e- no, the evil mass the, for the first time? What's his name? Uh, Bruce Willie? No, shit. Uh, the actor's name. Go, Gary, Gary Oldman, right? Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that stuff drips down his forehead. Yeah, uh, even yeah. as a kid, I was like, it looks like barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like barbecue sauce. Maybe they filmed it in Austin. Maybe it was accidental barbecue sauce. And they're like, go with it. Go with it. <laughs> Speaking uh, of Kruger's balls. Mm-hmm. Um, go on. <laughs> somebody commented on one of my photos on my Facebook pa- fan page, Kruger's balls. Oh. So I have to remind everybody, Thanks. I wasn't <laughs> around for the origin of this. Yeah. But thank you for checking my Facebook fan page. I think you mean, I think you mean, <laughs> thank you yeah, for checking my fa- Facebook fan page. Thank you for looking at my Facebook uh, Darren tweets in that uh, grabbing women by the ass or pussy uh, is the first step towards making, uh, towards more forceful actions. How far they can push it before they get some push back. I thought you were going to say the first step towards a long lasting friendship. <laughs> well, but, but I put my hand on my friend's knee and now I'm married to her. Like, you know, at, at some point you do have to touch another human. Right. But you know. between but your you, knee and someone's vagina. But also, also you had a, a difference between your friend and, uh, <laughs> and the a la- stranger. stranger at the yeah. bar. Yeah. Like you, you had cues that, that told you, okay, this is uh, uh, appropriate this in our cool. relationship to put my hand on her knee yeah yeah fuck did you guys did you see the new season of master of none no not not yet yet. there's an episode where he's longing for someone but she's with someone else and it is so fucking good and it just hit me so hard in the feels because i i (laughs) was a friend of now my wife for so long and had the feels for her but she would date other people and it is I'm not an Aziz fan, but oh my god, it That's is the only just... reason I haven't dove in. I heard people it's... talk about how they've like had a couple episodes in this new season where it has made them cry. Hmm. Well, it's like this isn't funny. This is not a comedy. This is like oh my god, I remember being in this place. Mm. It's so real. It's so. I don't good. know if I want to see that. that. Yeah. I mean, does his acting improve over the course of the second? Yeah, he's season? not the best actor. He's. <laughs> Yeah, no, but the show is shade. The show, sh- the show is good. Besides that, you know. Um, yeah, I think. The but he's a character like, who wants to make a move on someone for the whole episode, and wow. it's just agonizing. But, but, but see, beautiful. you can go through that because you won. You you got the golden ring, um, and I think for uh, some of us, it might be a little harder to watch something like that. Well, you Aren't you married? We just waved goodbye to your wife like 20 minutes ago. What the fuck uh, are you worried about? Very, very nice, lovely-looking lady. Very chill. Just Well, how'd you make your move, Marty? What was your... Well, you were on a app, right? Swiped right? Yeah, I swiped right. <laughs> oh, well, there, that's, double, the, yeah. that's touching person, someone's knee. Double-person horse costume. I put my digital hand on her <laughs> digital knee. Uh... <laughs> Dave Castro writes in, friend of the show, welcome back anytime when, well, we have to figure out a good celebration. He says, hello, everyone. I had a blast this past Saturday. Started with a visit to the Ren Fair. (laughs) 
Ooh. Caught the belly dancer show, a great fire whip sword show. I, hashtag bonk. Saw that one too. Was there belly uh, dancing? Released in the, the Kraken uh, and sure. uh, got a sweet limited edition mug. Uh, oh. Unfortunately, that this is. I think the that was the last weekend for the Ren Fair, so it's no oh, more. Wait, come back no, till what? next April. I've already made plans to come back next April. It's so much fun. It's the best. <laughs> Did you, uh, then did you eat a turkey Nothing leg? about it. No, I ate fish and chips the that were delicious. with the people running around like crazy? Sounds I hate fun. people. No, but no, like... Does anyone do like any mixing of the cosplay? Oh, they, that, that, they do it all the time there. Like, really? Yeah, people show up like, in their Dr. Like costumes. anime outfits at yeah, the yeah. Rent yeah. There are oh, a bunch of furries okay. walking around. That's okay. anarchistic Nuh-uh. as fuck. That's yeah. In the, furries In the 102 degrees? Well, when I went, it was like in the 70s. Yeah. 70s. But like... You know, hot women in, in furry leggings and, you know, cat ears. Uh, hot women in furry leggings and what? It's and like cat ears. It's like Burning Man tails. in 1916. Ugh. Oh, I was imagining... <laughs> I was imagining furries like Shall the ones who get in the full man? costume. Do it, do oh, yeah. Uh, no, they weren't there. They weren't there. Um, so, Kruger, you, you and me, we're going to the Ren for next year. I'm there. I love it. I had a great time. You guys have to take a photo of you both taking one bite out of a turkey leg. No, I'm 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 doing fish and chips. It's good. They have like good food there. You wouldn't get the turkey leg. You get fish and chips. Yeah, they have like sushi there. They have oyster shooters. They have sushi. They, or they just not the, cook stuff. At the Renaissance Fair, they do. <laughs> um, at the Renaissance. I love LA. Crazy. Yeah, it's the best. And uh, this is a ye old creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ye old I went to the one in LA years ago, and we were filming. <laughs> uh, filming without permission. Oh, we were nice. like we were trying to do like a pilot or something, and Didn't, uh, they busted us. Uh huh. <laughs> And took us behind the scenes, and they wanted to know what we were doing. And said, we're making a little comedy pilot. We didn't ask for permission. And they said, the big problem they have is people sneaking in there and shooting porn. <laughs> oh, Whoa. shit. Like, yeah. not actual porn porn, but like, you know, there's people in cost, like the exteriors and the characters walking around. Like, oh, oh the, right, right, right. The, bill, the giant billboards do look like softcore porn ads. Have you seen yeah. them? The Renaissance yeah. Pleasure yeah, Fair. And then there's that dude just like staring at you like, I'm going I'm to fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> and, there, and there is a lot of cleavage there. <laughs> so yeah. they, I, do, I do like titties. I don't like people though. They, it's really I'll think fun. about it. You can't have one without the other. Yeah, yeah. I know. You can't it's just been have my titties. lifelong... Uh, we'll do a remote there. Frustration. They were busting people for getting establishing shots of porn. <laughs> yep. Get your fucking B-roll out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's good filmmaking. So They're like, funny. That's good, good they should just be here. appreciating yeah. that yeah. it's not just starting like it's real production design. Yeah. Real, real production value. And I, we know I somebody would take who a nice establishing shot over like a shitty like skirt it or whatever. It starts in the shitty apartment. You're like, oh. Yeah, it starts like, Give how did they get there? How did they <laughs> yeah. meet? What Queen, happened? Queen Vegeta. What are their motivations? Yes. Yeah, I want my porn to be like alien and not get to the fucking until 55 minutes in. <laughs> Take your time. Friend of the show, Jonna Thomas, is she shot uh, at the Renaissance Fair up north and oh, yeah. for, yeah. for a short film. And Successfully. It's a it. strong short film. Yeah, she did uh, a whole parade where she sort of started this parade and like surreptitiously, surreptitiously filmed it. It was, it was awesome. Dope. Yeah. How uh, many people got fucked in your film? Um, well, that was just the establishing <laughs> She shot. did get fucked in that film, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not by me. She got... F- <laughs> she had sex in that film? I was using she got terminology. 
Yeah. She got. Uh, I don't David... know why it was like. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. She got fucking what? <laughs> hey, Ma- Marty, are you watching um, American Gods? Uh, I've, uh, I, I have. Uh... Is it good? It is so unbelievably good. Uh, and really? there was an episode two weeks ago, which is the finest man-on-man sex scene I have ever seen, though I've not seen many. It is you don't watch fucking breathtaking. I will is be it good be judge in the way that. that you like things that are terrible, or is it actually good? What? 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 Do you like to hate watch stuff? No, 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 no. This, this, it's Neil Gaiman. It's, it's fucking brilliant. Oh, really? I did not brilliant know that. show. Oh, yeah, it's Neil Gaiman, but it's I also like 500 game. other people who had a chance to fuck it up. That's why I want to make sure. No, 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 no. It, it is. Because I read it. I read about the book? sex scene that I they liked, filmed. I did not love the book, but I did like it enough to be curious about the show. So I'd be to psyched be if it was good. To be curious about the show? <laughs> I don't want to hear about the sex scene. Yeah. So the guy, they shot a sex scene between a a god and a man, and it's fucking, and they, the guy that runs the show saw it and said, no, go back and make it gayer. And, and they made it gay. Like super gay. What does that mean? What does that mean? It's, it's fucking, I I was like, this is intense. You gotta get your money's worth if you're going to pay for stars. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I want to see two dicks. I want them on the screen at the same time. And I want them to be touching. I want this. I saw, I saw dicks. I saw like, whoa, that's what. Gay sex looks like because the only gay sex I've seen is gay porn, which is not that's not what porn that's not what real sex looks like. Yeah, um, it was amazing. It it's it a great scene. <laughs> Bill, would I you like ever that. do a, 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 watch that show, a gay scene in a movie? I think sure. I, yeah. I think I have. No, I have. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, is I it think rude I to call it like a gay sex scene? Are we supposed to just say like it's a sex scene or a love scene? Like not qualify the it? Same sex love scene? Well, no. Yeah, I, I, I don't would, know. Be, that's that's like, the whole point of the question. Is yeah. like, would you do one with uh, someone who you're not sex, sexually oriented to? Mm. Um, Why'd you look at, why, I don't I don't look give right at me? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was thinking in my head, I was <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think that matters because... <laughs> If it's a good, if you're, down, if it's a if you're good story and a good both ways, right. you know? team, I mean, I yeah. wouldn't do. I Make probably wouldn't different. do it in a really bad student film just to do it. But if, if it was, don't do it for free. It wouldn't be a reason to not do a project. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Cassandra, would you do it? Have any problems with it? Doing a same no, sex? Dude, would you I have like... problems with me doing a gay sex? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't care. With you. Would your Would your mom care? I don't fucking know. All right. I don't think she. I, like. I wouldn't really be thinking about her. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Right during the whole scene, you're just like, can't stop thinking about my mom. Also, like, whatever. Like, girls and guys are both fine in my book, so yeah. right. I, I, wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be uncomfortable. It would be, having a scene with a girl would be just as uncomfortable as having a scene with a guy. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because yep. it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Awkward and weird. And, yeah, I mean, and it's awkward you, you don't no have matter any, what. Right, right. Anytime I've even had to kiss people in movies, I'm like, Fuck. Today's the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have people I know very well. Even people I've kissed before. I'm like, so weird. But she it's, keeps looking at me, by the way. I've never <laughs> kissed you. <laughs> but the desire is there. Yeah, sure. Why not? David Cassidy. Yeah, the two actors in American Gods, and, and they're both, I, I, it's not important, but they're, they're both Arabs. They're both, they're both Muslim characters mm-hmm. in the oh, story. Wow. And they come up, came up in New York auditioning together because they're, you know, Similar looking, yeah. So they know each other, and then to have to do this like really intense scene, I'm like, that's that must be a little tough. See, or that maybe would it's not. Piss me off. That would piss me off if I had to have a sex scene with one of those girls that I see at all my auditions. Oh, that's <laughs> suddenly it's changed you know, in my. Why is this? <laughs> I, I feel I like you're it. just hate fucking me. It doesn't feel like it's romantic at all. Passionate though. <laughs> 
Uh, it doesn't say any punching in the script. No, I think I, I would punch you. <laughs> no, it's a strangling sex scene now. I don't... Uh. <laughs> You'll never work again! I, was, I, I watched an interview with the guy from uh, True Blood once. Uh, I forget his name, but he plays like the uh, extremely out like gay character on True Blood. And he's a very, very straight man. And I think he... like. There's gay guys. I'm sure someone on the set was like, gay it up. And he did it in like such a perfect way where it's not like uh, fetishizing being gay like on the screen. And I I think that's one of my favorite like uh, heterosexual to homosexual performances like of all time because he's so good and he's so believable in it. And I I wish I could remember his name because he's such an amazing actor. But like he's also like when you see him just talking in interviews, he's so smooth too. You're like, oh, damn, I want to fuck that man. (laughs) Did you you ever see Looking? Uh Uh-uh. The the HBO show that they had on. Yeah, for I remember a while. when it was on, but I did not see it. Um, I watched the first season, and of some of my gay friends were complaining that the scenes in that weren't realistic as far <laughs> as the gay sex scenes because yeah. it's like they get fetishized and, and like fantastical quick. Yeah, like it, the show is about gay people by gay people, and yet the scenes like they were just like, nope, that's not that's hmm. not right. That's yeah, we never use a harness. Too fast. (laughs) Leather chaps, what is this? I heard that about blue is the warmest color, too, from lesbians. Oh, Mm. wow. They were like, that was wild and not, not. I'm sure it happens just as much as heterosexual couples looking at like a sex scene where you're like, that's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what, that's. It would be nice if it went that way. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember like the history of violence? Like that, that love scene. It goes that way after like a year that they have on the stairs. Mm -hmm. That hurts your back to try to. I know. That's all I could think of. Even if it's carpeted. (laughs) And if it's carpeted so your back's better off, you're like more likely to slide down a few stairs. Like, oh, shit, we're falling down Get like a little rug burn. And Roadhouse, when Patrick Swayze and Kelly Lynch are having sex against the, like the rock. Brick wall. Brick wall. I'm like, Hey, come on, be a gentleman. Wait, is, does the history of violence is that where they sixty nine on the stairs? Not no, in in bed. Whoa, is oh. the Viggo Mortensen movie where they he's sixty nineing with uh, Maria Bello or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never cool. see that in a movie, but that uh, well, other than porn, but like in traditional narrative movies, no Jeez, one ever sixty nines, so but it happens yeah. in real life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or you know what? Uh, else? So I I appreciate anyway. that. not as yeah. much as I'd like. Yeah, but, exactly. You know. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, God willing. Um. Yeah, I thought it would be super, super hot to hook up in an office. And that was like always one of my fantasies. And I did that in New York, not at the office I worked at. And uh, it was not fun. It was kind of confusing. And there was like, would you go on the floor? No, get back up. Okay, stand up. No, it was like, okay, I have to go. It was just like, really like yeah. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> it totally ruined the mood. I always thought it'd be like the hottest thing to be like, oh, let's like sneak away into like oh. someone's office and like do this. And it was just like, I don't know. Maybe it was my OCD. I was like, that looks dirty. What do I, I don't want to put my stuff on the, I don't want to get undressed all the way. I was like, what do we, I don't, can you pick me up? No, I just can't really pick you up. Like, it was like, yeah. <laughs> I, Sounds uh, like you tried to fuck a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, it was a, a, just a long wet noodle. So that was like, <laughs> uh, David Castro goes on with his email. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> By the way, his email is only three lines long. So, uh, Sorry, we got noodles to fuck. Uh, Take skill. Ended the day with a five-mile walk at the Relay for Life. Nice. Nice. And can't wait for my daughter's violin recital on Thursday. See you guys around. Oh, oh that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, we what were talking about having what sex What was it about a noodle? I missed that. <laughs> uh, Nothing. You were with some dude who was pushing rope? 
<laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, when you got your dick isn't hard, you're trying to like push it in, and it's oh, right. Is that a push and rub? Bunches up. Great term for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fun that I know that too. <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to to thread Sorry, babe, a, push and rope. Trying to thread Let's a, a shoelace when it doesn't have the little plastic thing on the end. The That's aglet. Yeah. You mean? I was gonna say aglet, but then I didn't want to be all smug like you're looking right now. No, it's just my face. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got resting smug face. <laughs> I just look slightly pleased all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David, thank you for, for emailing, and that's great to hear and, from you. And good and luck, it, little Castro, yeah, with your you violin recital. Take it hard yeah, to break don't leg. fuck it up. <laughs> I hope she doesn't embarrass you. I saw a, a recital like of a uh, neighbor, and she was like six, year, six seven years old. Why are you at your neighbor's playing recital? Playing piano and singing at the same invited. time. Jesus. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, I can it, do was that. Was she any good? Yeah. Where is she? Mm. She was really good. A puncher. She's yeah. six. Well, I mean, she's got to start now. <laughs> I'm going to hit her hard. Yeah, sure. I'll maybe just I'll knock s- her down. Knock her around a little Maybe bit. I'll just yeah. push her into the water like that seal did. <laughs> was that video yeah, you right? showed me? Oh, that was a good that. one. The, the seal pulling the girl the sea in. Sea lion? The, scary. Yeah. The sea lion. Yeah, but those parents are stupid. The, the, it was, the girl was already scared of the sea lion. They made her pose there. And weren't they feeding it too? Yeah, they're it feeding it like bread. It looked like the sea lion was trying to play, honestly. He was like, wee! Yeah. It seemed like she sat yeah. down knowing that that was going to happen. The, my favorite part is the only version stunt. of it I've seen ends with her going fully submerged and the video ends. So it's like, I don't even know what happened. Oh, She's dead as far, and guy, eaten as far as I know. Some guy jumps in and gets dead. her out. Her her grand, grand. No, her grandfather. Well, Boring. somebody films the entire thing, which I'm like, if, you, if see? I see someone get this sucked the into the world water, we live you in. throw your phone and you go get that kid. Right. I don't give a fuck. Or he had video evidence. Unless there's a cop there, then you keep that camera on the cops. Video <laughs> evidence of like all the times that you could have put your phone down and saved them before they died. Yeah, true. Uh, Steve, when you, what's your timeline? I've been laughing so hard if I was filming that. <laughs> like my version of that video, would just the camera would be shaking so hard, it'd be fucking. Crying. And then I would set it down and go save her. <laughs> Is she okay? We can't hear over She's the laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What don't. a dumb. All right, I'll get in the one. You know what, D- uh, Bill? Don't save me. Don't. It's just, I'm fine. <laughs> Fuck you. Bill's just like, hold on. I'm putting like a laugh track over this. One sec. One sec. Marty, stick your head up. This we can even know it's you. Hilarious. <laughs> Little girl gets sucked into the water yeah, yeah. by a sea lion. <laughs> It was fucking violently too. It wasn't like nibble nibble. Yeah, it was yeah. like it wasn't like come here. It was like we're playing. Boom. <laughs> yeah, scary. <laughs> fucking hilarious. I like That's seals. Um, I like, all right. I like sea lions. She's expected to spit bones back up. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. Steve, you're coming out in a couple weeks, right? Yes. Are you going to be here on a Tuesday? Um. Stay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, we'll we'll figure something out. And um, oh, do you have shit. anything? What 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 I'm voiceover sure. thing did you Why have? You so I'm trying to give you plugs. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is like a local ad. You know, um, yeah, for what? For what? <laughs> I don't. I, I was not paid enough to promote it. So no nope. spenders. <laughs> um, all right, and then Bill. Yes. Uh, people, just remind people again when they can see Dave Metabase. In theaters and on demand in North America on August 18th. International uh, releases soon to come. If you live in South Korea, I'll be seeing you in July. If you live in Porto Alegre, Brazil, I'll be seeing you in two weeks. If you live in Oklahoma City, you can see the movie mid-June. Oh. I believe it's playing in Vegas, the Vegas Film Festival in early June. And what? so uh, is South Korea, is that a film festival then? Buchan International Fantasy Film Festival. Ooh, oh, fantasy. And I will be there in fantasy person. Fantasy Film Festival? And then saying my hellos and thank yous, which is all I can say so Being far. Being three Annyeonghaseyo. times as tall as 
And we, we, you're going to <laughs> weeble wobble. No, I said beef and bop. <laughs> no, it's an actual thing. I had that for lunch yesterday. It's a food. But... And what about South America? Are you going there? Um, Brazil. Yeah, Brazil, Porto Alegre in, in two weeks. Wow. Um, I think there might be there might be a couple other. I know Switzerland is coming. Germany's coming. For us? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> not, Switzerland's the not March coming of the for boots us. outside They're the not window. Going anyway. All right. Um, and there's a, there's a couple other countries out, out the European countries out there that we're, we've landed but haven't been able to announce yet. I'm going to go to Brazil. Yeah, me too. I am going, actually. That means, hey, how's it going? All right. Uh, es legal. And so, cool. um, what about you? Me? Vivian. Let's see. Well, I just got back. So, um, Welcome book, home. Booking shows right now in LA. And, what uh, kind of shows? Just stand-up stuff. Uh-huh. If you need a stand-up, let me know. <laughs> or a host. I've been doing more hosting stuff, which is fun. Yeah, I hosted some Q&As at Tribeca. Nice. Really awesome. You're very and good at that. I love it. I love it so much. And then it infuriates me when I see like a bad q and I'm like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, it's the worst. Oh, yeah. Don't ha- Q&As are so dicey as it is. It like, really adds a bad taste to everyone's mouth. you can't, can't do, do one, don't have one. Yeah, right. And then uh, I've got the Vivian show back at IO West. Next one's uh, June 24th. And then um, I'm doing LA Film Festival. I'm producing a comedy event, hopefully, fingers nice. crossed, for LA Film Festival. Nice. So see what's up with that. Nice. Uh, and then Cassandra. Um, I'm going to be a guest on the show Project Pixel on the online channel geekandsundry.com. She's reading this off of a burnt papyrus. I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a guy on a hill <laughs> relaying this to her via semaphore. And she's like writing it down I letter by letter. I believe my podcast <laughs> might possibly. And when be is it? And <laughs> what? I'm teasing you. <laughs> okay, go on. It's okay. Uh, Geek and Sundry is the network. I'm pretty sure it's like a behind the paywall type network. But you know, I mean, it's pretty. It seems like there's some crossover uh, audience members because it's you know they like a bunch of geeky shit, right? Um, as we do. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the show is called Project Pixel. It's a live show on Friday at 6.30 p.m. So you can watch live on your computer, and, um, I I can't say everything. What are you going to wear? I don't fucking know, but I'm going to be funny. Um, I can say that. I can be funny. Are you going to (laughs) wear? What funny am I going to wear? I don't know. Really, I really don't know what I'm going to (laughs) wear. Um, yeah, watch me. Um, I'm pretty sure you can get a free trial and then cancel it. <laughs> oh, that's done. That's how it is. Yeah, somebody told me that. Yeah, you should watch my CISO show. At, it's just a few episodes and then just cancel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, get get the 30-day free trial and then uh, watch me on Friday. And then... Um, 30 days are up. Cruise, cruise around, see if you like anything else. Always cancel that shit, fuck it. And Steve, do you, do you ever show up on camera on InfoWars? Um, you can see me in the background uh, fr- frantically bringing him coffees as we go to commercial. But oh. uh, I'm not. Right. I, I'm working on a tape. I'm working on a reel to get him to push me up there. Um, he introduced me to Roger Stone, who's a great guy. Oh, that's um, another great documentary. Yeah, he's he's really wonderful. Really great dresser. Get me to Roger Stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I can't believe that has made. In this city, it's just bizarre. Yeah, it is. But you live. There's in a good Park video State. of them uh, downtown Austin. Him, uh, Alex Jones, and Roger Stone talking to camera, and people are driving by, honking, saying "fuck you." It's pretty awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I'm going to be turds. frying like some apartment. chicken later tonight. So I've got the chickens brining. Uh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. Kinda, brining. Yeah. You're going to fry yeah. chicken, you said? Mm-hmm. Korean fried chicken? Double fried? Uh, well, well, no, fried American fried right chicken, because I'm in America. American fried chicken. That just means that it has opinions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and fuck it's just you, if you don't agree with it, it's afraid of everyone. Uh, don't eat that piece. It's like really a little chicken guys, snowflake. Thank you for listening in. Please fill our sack. Be like David Castro Woo. and uh, and Mark Presley. Three line emails that yeah. can take up twenty minutes. I know it was awesome. Renaissance fair. Let's start off fucking. And <laughs> well, I mean, it it led itself. Noodle there. fucking. And then, Mark, thank you for your audio thing. You can record stuff. You can uh, email stuff. And you can tweet in. We're at uh, Nooner Podcast. You can, Nooner. Uh, you can, it's at Steven Kruger, right? Yeah. With a, yeah. With a, without a V. And at Cass Cardenas. At Viv is cool. Vivian is cool. Vivian is cool. Uh, Marty you and Bill Twatterson. It's Twitterson, sir. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, and we're trying. We're still working on. Uh, we're 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 coming. We're getting some dates for this uh, fiasco. So stay tuned for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we will see you yeah. next Tuesday. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.